0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast. Not Cats. Cast. Episode 457 for the week of March 24th, 2018. Chris Pervert here, bringing you RPGamers Weekly Podcast, where we go over games, RPGs usually, some news. And then I just watch a lot of trailers. Anne Marie's here. Hi. Hello. Kelly Ryan. Meow. Pascal Takaya. I'm back. And thank you, dear listener, for joining us this week. Pascal, where you been?
1: Um, at home. This is the only place I ever am.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but not on the show. You
2: overslept a lot. This is my
1: uh I think this is my my debut this year. My first it podcast in 2018? Is, is
2: it? Hang on, let's see. Oh, no,
1: God, it's is probably it? true. You,
2: you weren't... No. Um, no. Um, no.
1: That, You're
0: assuming the, the index whole is nose.
1: Here we go. No.
2: Yes, no? this is your 2018 debut. Welcome to 2018, Pascal!
1: Welcome Thanks. to the new year. Yeah, I hibernate.
2: You're a teacher. <laughs> Shouldn't you be out like demonstrating?
1: Oh, okay. Is that so, a thing you do today? Yep. Um, so it's been fun. I'll see you guys later.
3: <laughs> no Anna going political, anything,
0: <laughs> but I feel
2: like you should be out there being political, Pascal.
1: Uh, I'm not being political today. All right, that is it's, happening today.
2: Okay. We we are not a political podcast, so we will gloss over my political phobia. No, nope, you're you're terrible. And go Anna. straight you're into terrible. what you have been playing, because I'm actually interested in what you've been playing.
0: Yeah, what have you been playing, Pascal? It better be good, otherwise we, you won't
1: get. A oh my gosh. Um so there's pressure on now. Mm. Uh, yeah, so I was really trying to think of what have I been playing, but um, the the most freshest thing I can come up with is I've been playing a lot of VR games lately.
0: Uh-oh, Anna. That means he's been playing the game. You've you been wanna... playing
2: Moss, haven't you?
1: Yeah, among others. It was good. Was it great? I don't know. It was good. It was very good. Let's put it that way.
3: Just vr
0: that's about as good as it gets it seems
1: well i kind of i know we've had this discussion before but i haven't really been um on the vr train you know for a while because of um, various nausea related activities oh i feel your
4: i feel your pain
1: but i finally powered through it and and as soon as and it basically because of Moss I think because that was the uh, the whole reason I got the VR headset in the first place. So I knew that puke or no puke I was gonna get that one and play it and it worked well and it was fun and it is um, it's every bit as cute as as you think it is actually so I, I didn't listen but wasn't was there a discussion on Moss in the past already? Yeah, uh, Josh was talking about it a couple of weeks ago. I'm just kind of covering already treaded ground. I don't know. I can I can talk no, about no, it all no. again we, if you want. No, We want to <laughs>
2: hear you talk about your experiences because it's moss. It's awesome.
1: Yeah, it's probably gonna be the same as everybody. It's it was so much fun. Um, but it really is just a. It's a lot more of a puzzle game than I realized. That yeah. You know, so I thought it was gonna be a. A cute character-driven uh, Disney-esque game, and so in, instead of that, um, it, it's mostly solving puzzles. Not that it isn't any less fun, but uh, it's a little different than I had expected it to be. So what I what I what I liked about it before when I played the the demo, and what I still like about it is, even compared to some of the other VR games, this one really Moss really immerses you because. Um, it encourages you to like, like use your space. So I've I found with a lot of VR games, it really is just better to stay in one spot. You know, it helps with the um, the motion sickness, and many games kind of aren't designed to to deal with you roaming around. I guess your living room, but Moss does. So you'll get on all fours and crawl around. You'll, you know, you'll peek around corners literally, and so. It basically you just get to look at everything you want to, as long as you stay within a certain whatever the the play area is, you know, five feet by eight feet or something like that, I guess. Um, so if if Moss goes into a into a tunnel and he's kind of you know out off screen because he's Pascal, obscured. what's the mouse's name? Oh, what did I just call him? Her. Said, <laughs> I called her Moss. Oh, you no. called
0: him Moss.
1: Yes, and her I, I should have done Quill. is call her Quill. <laughs> but I bet I'm not the only one who does that. No, I don't think you are. <laughs> it took me quite a while to figure out why the game is even called Moss. It's it's right there at the very beginning, but I, I just wasn't connecting the dots. But who isn't going to call that Moss? Yeah, I know. You're right, Quill. I'm sorry. So anyway, uh, that's, that's why I think it was a lot of fun because you – If if Quill is in, you know, her little mouse home or goes into a a building or a tunnel or a cave or whatever, you can literally walk, you know, through the walls and and peek, peek down and look around the corner and see where she is and kind of follow her. It's so it's one of the only VR games I've really played that kind of immerses you in that way.
2: I'm sorry, I'm laughing at chat. Vaughn just said later, I'm gonna go try get some new armor for that guy, Metroid
0: <laughs> Wow, mm,
4: I really like that guy from the anime cowboy bebop, the guy with the green hair, Oh, the cowboy, yeah, bebop
1: this is a Moss thing bebop now bebop because I cowboy. keep calling
0: <laughs> yes
2: <laughs> sorry it's it was really easy to make fun of it.
1: I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, I, I feel like it's a little um misleading because what's quill? You know, quill is quill is as, as easily a name for a mouse as moss is. In fact, moss actually makes more sense because it almost sounds like moss.
0: Because it sounds moss, like mouse.
1: mouse, mouse, mouse. Oh, I can't even say it anymore. Moss mouse. So so I played that down. Um Unfortunately, it's kind of a one a one-time through kind of game. Um, you can go back in and try to get all the little uh, the collectibles there's th- I think on each screen or almost all the screens have a hidden uh, scroll for you to find. So I tried going back through and getting some of the the secret pieces that I was missing. I'm not sure what they unlock in the end something probably um, but you literally have to resolve every single um, puzzle on the way there you have to um, sit through the unskippable, Uh, like narrative cinematics and i really didn't feel like doing that so moss was a lot of fun the first time through and that's all that's gonna be i think
4: do the scrolls even unlock anything or is it just yeah um when
1: you when you start the game um i mean like literally before actually before before quill ever shows up you're in kind of a like a large like hogwarts style library and and that's what moss is moss is the storybook of this world named Moss, and you're the reader, and you're reading it. So it's basically the never-ending story. You're the you're the character Sebastian. that's reading the book. Yeah, you're Sebastian, right?
4: Now, do you yell and, Moonchild at the end?
1: No, is that <laughs> is that what he yeah, named is that her? that a never-ending story yeah,
4: yeah, it's Moonchild.
1: That's a dumb name. You can um, it was it, it was his mother's name. You can yell anything you want to.
0: His mother's name was Moonchild. Yeah. Whose mother's name is Moonchild? Hippies? Okay.
1: You can yell anything you want to. Um actually I'll talk about this in a minute, but I did play another um VR game that has voice uh activated commands, I guess, or but I'll, so you can yell Moonchild in that game if you want to. It might be won't do anything, but uh so the point is uh, next to the the Moss storybook in the in the real world library, there's there's a like a display of some kind, of like a paper scroll with some design on it. And as you unlock the scrolls in the game, as you find each one, it fills in um, this this little uh, you know puzzle diagram that's in the in the real world library. Um, I got pretty close to finding them all, but so but I. Just, I really didn't feel like having to redo every single puzzle. Some of them get a little cumbersome as you go through towards the end. Um, so there's that
4: and I imagine but, some of those scrolls are pretty well tucked away,
1: yeah, but I mean, if you know um that there's one on each screen, then you don't have to uh move on until you found it you know you can you can make a point of staying now I didn't know that at first um. And I'm still not convinced that every screen has one. Some you know, some that I didn't find might be because there wasn't one. So, And there's no way to track on which screen you've already found the scroll and which one you haven't. Um, and it was just, I, I wish that had been implemented just a little bit better to encourage you to go back and find them rather than yeah. having to replay uh, long stretches of the game for no reason.
4: Yeah. And I forgot, you don't directly control Quill at any point in the yeah, game, you do. do you? Yeah, you do. Oh, you do? So okay. It's,
1: you, you only use the controller, but you control yourself and you control Quill. Because like I said, you can move around the environment. And the the light bar on the back of the PS4 controller also shows up in-game as kind of... That's your direct um, way to interact with, with Quill and with some of the other enemies and objects on the screen. And then you actually use the face buttons and the um, the thumbsticks to... Uh, to walk Quill around, so it's it's a puzzle solver and it's a platformer, and it's a VR game, and it's and it's a cuddle simulator because you can you can um, cuddle Quill if you want to. Oh, like literally with the uh, with the uh, interact with the 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 on-screen um, icon that represents you. You can, um, in fact, that's how you heal him. You have to go and who uh, her <laughs> heal her. <laughs> Is this... Are you enjoying this? Apparently. Sorry. Huh. All right. I'll stop you now. Just, I'll stop now. No, you're like harping on every word, like waiting for me to...
4: <laughs> but I imagine you can't cuddle her too hard or else you'd squish her like Lenny from... That one... Crap, I'm blanking on it now. Don't
2: you get a trophy for petting her too much? Of
4: mice and men? There's a, um, yeah, yeah, yes, thank you.
1: I... I uh, um, I assume that um, Quill enjoyed being, you know, I guess petted, but uh, there is a trophy which which does seem to make it um. It it implies that it's more of an annoyance. I think it does say something like you annoy her or you, uh, she gets annoyed because you keep in, her, uh, you keep messing with her or something like I don't know. There's also another trophy that when you if you scare her by sneaking up at her from behind, um and several like interaction trophies but none of them are actually none of them say anything like oh you know quill loves the attention you give her or anything like that so maybe it's it's kind of one-sided i guess she's uh, she's like a cat you know ah uh, stop touching me exactly
0: are you feeding me no are you helping me get to my objectives no the go away
1: but it's very cute and you can high five her oh okay <laughs> I um yes I mean some of the things about it that that were just really really nice were some of the the details in the way she moves so uh like when she's climbing cuz she's so tiny so when she climbs up like a, a a step on a staircase for her it's a you know it's a it's a big leap and she'll twist and turn and like roll around trying to trying to make the climb and it's all animated very very cute cutely
4: I can't imagine a game like this would work with a cat protagonist.
1: It would just be, yeah, it would just be watch the cat sleep <laughs> and sit an, in an annoyed fashion. So I was very excited to finally get to play Moss. Um, and I figured now's the time to get through some of my other like unused um vr collection so what else did i um i went and played i have the the batman simulator from way back when which i think i had played for like five minutes before so i broke that back out and finished it um i think it's only about maybe like two hours long so um it's more of a it's almost like a demo i guess um and i found myself having a lot of fun with that one also so in I don't think anybody on here has the uh, the VR headset, right?
2: No. That Josh is correct. Is not Yeah, but
1: today. not today. Um so nobody here has played this, but um turns out the uh the Arkham VR Batman simulation is uh is probably one of the the best uh VR sim- simulations I've played. Like, it really so I specifically purchased the uh the PlayStation Move motion controllers for this. Um, and you had to buy two of them so god it's a lot of money i've invested in this crap and um it really helps to put you into uh into batman shoes so each motion controller uh, or or move stick or whatever they're called um controls one of his hands so you're you're constantly swiping the controllers like in front of your crotch picking up items from your from the bat belt like this, where he's got Batman has his um his batarangs and his grappling hook and some kind of a in, like investigative uh, scanner all strapped to his his gadget belt. So every time you you swipe near your your hip and um and pull the trigger on the on the controller, um it picks up the the item uh, wherever wherever you happen to swipe it at, and then you can throw the the batarangs around and. You know, do Batman type stuff. <laughs> it was great. Any game with uh, with crotchel swiping is um, amazing. You don't get that on your Switch.
0: No, not not a lot of crotchel swiping on the Switch. You're right. You're really big on this VR thing, huh?
1: No, no. Okay. Just, I mean, this week I have remember, been. Remember, uh, it makes him puke. All right, but I'm 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 happy to report that uh, all the VR <laughs> games I've been playing now have been. I I really Puke think yeah I've been playing them uh, standing up instead of before when I was oh. playing everything sitting down. I think that makes a big difference. Okay, I think the um this probably I don't know if this is true, so it may be a dumb uh, observation, but I think the motion the the move um controllers helped with that also for some odd reason uh I don't I played Batman with just the um, like the the normal gamepad the first time I played it and I did get a little nauseous from it because it keeps um it keeps clipping the player into like the environments and that and it makes you like lurch forward or lurch backward because you're in the same space as something that you're not supposed to be in the same space as so it constantly moves you back and forth and that's what kind of Brings on the nausea, the nausea. Um, but with the uh, the move controllers and standing up, I didn't have that issue. So, whatever it was that that made it a better experience, I'm I'm having a better time with it now. Of course, I haven't gone back and and done Resident Evil again yet. That's the game that that caused me to throw up. So, I'm I'm slowly working up my uh, my courage to retry that at some point.
4: Have you tried any germamine at all? Or that does not work? No.
1: No, not yet. And if if I do end up going back to Resident Evil and I feel sick again, I'm probably just going to play it in non-VR. I
0: I would prefer not to have to take drugs in order to play games. Right.
4: Yeah, I felt the same way when I used to play FPS and had that issue.
1: At um, At least Resident Evil, you can turn off the VR mode. But you know, I spent so much money on VR that I'll be damned if I'm going to just not play it that way now. And, uh, let's see what else. Um, I played the inpatient. If anybody's heard of that,
0: I have not heard of that. What is that?
1: So this is another game, um, that's connected to, uh, until dawn, which everybody knows that one. That was a great one that, um, which is not a VR game. The, uh, the B movie slasher movie, choose your own adventure in the woods. So they, um, the same. let hide by so all develop- the
0: chainsaws. No,
1: I don't remember that happening.
0: That doesn't happen in
1: there. Probably it's, it's something commercial. like that. I'm yeah. sure. If if that doesn't happen specifically, then something just as equally stupid happens. Well, that's what's great about it. It's it's got all the the, the ridiculous um, slasher movie tropes in it. But um, that so that developer has now went over and um, is making all of these uh, VR games. So they made um, oh, and I forgot to mention I also played the the roller coaster ride for that until dawn rush of, uh, rush of blood I think it's called, uh, which is um, a kind of sort of tie in to until dawn. Um, in what way I don't know. Kind of it's kind of a spoiler if I explain what the exact tie in is, but it it loosely um, it's. Uh, ties into the story of Until Dawn, or at okay. least the story for one of the characters. And so, anyway, the point was um, I played the Inpatient, which is also loosely uh, tied into the story. It's the story of the uh, sanatorium. I, I don't know who all who's played, but I know Anna did. What? Until Dawn.
0: Anna did not play Until Dawn. Did not? No, it's a horror movie-based game. She doesn't touch those. I felt sure that she did. No. Okay, no.
2: until dawn.
0: No, no. Um,
2: That's was, one
0: where the killer's right. trying to get you, and you have to choose to dodge mm-hmm. it over here, and you're running away, and you're in a towel, stuff like that. What Anna.
2: system is it on?
0: PS4. No.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Yeah, I was,
2: let me look. Yeah. No, I know she didn't play. I, I was didn't convinced.
1: Play this. No, all didn't. right. Nope. That explains the the silence. <laughs> yep. None of us played it.
3: I was oh
1: just like, well. What? Um. If so. As a quick aside, that is a great game to play if you enjoy horror movies or horror games or guess anything scary. Guess who doesn't
0: enjoy horror movies?
1: Nope. I don't it. think I have to even guess at that at this point. <laughs> so, okay. So the connection is in that game there is a uh, an abandoned um, insane asylum that you go in at some point, an abandoned sanatorium, which of course there is. Why wouldn't there be? Yeah, a, that sounds a, like a good a place, place to be. be. Yep. And the inpatient is the VR game that tells the story of what happened at that um, sanatorium, uh, you know, 80 years ago. What, what's the reason why it's abandoned? Or maybe not 80, but like a long time ago anyway. Um, and that sounds to me like a great premise for any game, let alone a VR game. So surprisingly, man, that game was dull. Turns out, walking around um, an abandoned sanatorium is... uh, It may be a little creepy, but it's about as exciting as it sounds, which is not at all. Literally, you just walk around. No, no. It's just walking around. And and half of the game isn't even that. For the first half of the game, you're basically stuck in your cell, and you walk around your cell interacting with other objects or waiting for the... (laughs) The like the nurse to come in and feed you lunch and have boring conversations and oh and I played through it twice hoping for like a glimmer of something that was fun because it's it's an it, it, you do get to make choices along the way. Um, this is uh, is is kind of like the rest of this developer's um, games. It's like Until Dawn or another game they made was Hidden Agenda. It's all choice based. So I played through it twice and it was. It was a really boring experience. Wow, yeah. wow. Um. So, yeah. It, the the excitement level after Moss kind of goes downhill with all these other yeah, VR games.
0: So it would seem.
1: <laughs> so I knew Moss was like that was the one I bought the, the headset for, and turns out that's the one that was fun to play. Some of the other ones, not so much. Yeah, that's so um, I've also been playing the Alliance Alive. Oh, oh
4: that just uh, came oh, out, right?
1: Just hit. Yeah. Which is an RPG. Did it just hit or I, th- I thought it was hitting? Uh, no, I'm sorry. Days. It's coming
4: Tuesday. Not until Tuesday. Two- yeah, yeah, Tuesday.
1: A couple of days. But I and I think that's probably well, I can't really talk about it because <laughs> it's under embargo. embargo. Oh.
4: Yeah. Oh, OK, it's
2: embargoed. All right. Well, then
1: <laughs> I'll talk about it soon.
2: All right. Cause so we'll I'm going to we'll be playing that. Time. All right.
1: And it's not VR, so why would I talk about it? <laughs> no. VR
2: it's not a VR game. All why right. would we bother talking about it?
1: So if
0: you're listening in your car and you've fallen asleep, hopefully you didn't crash into anything, but it's time to wake up, because Anna's going to hit you up with the finest hits from the PlayStation Vita.
2: Yeah. So, um,
0: <laughs> Is that how this works? This isn't, no. This isn't how this works.
2: So I think I talked about it last week, but I've been playing Demon Gaze too. Have you? Yes. And so Damien Gaze 2 is in Dungeon Crawler.
0: Do you touch girls in inappropriate places? Yeah. (sighs)
4: Yeah, It wouldn't be a Vita game without that. All right. That's how you know
3: it's on Vita. All right. Good.
2: (laughs) Yeah. So, um, kind of a brief refresher of last week. Um, I literally almost threw my Vita across the room playing Demon Gaze One. It was very frustrating. I struggled with it incredibly. I didn't enjoy it. But I really did like some other experienced dungeon crawlers that I played, in particular Ray Gigan, which I played. Experience
0: out. being the company that makes the Demon Gaze games.
2: Yes. And other dungeon crawlers which I enjoy. And so I decided that I was going to try Demon Gaze 2. I had a couple people offer to loan it to me. Um, It got mailed to me. And so I'm like, yep, I'm going to play Demon Gaze 2.
0: Did you get it loaned to you by somebody who works at the company who published it? Yes. Yeah. Uh (sighs) Uh-huh. Privilege.
2: (laughs) They're a friend of mine. Uh Uh-huh. So, yeah. Um, Came in the mail. Decided to play it. I've been playing it. Um, I got stuck... And a couple times, um, but I managed to get through all the times that I got stuck without being super frustrated. Um, And part of that was just sleeping on it, which was really funny because one night that I decided to sleep on it, I didn't realize that I hadn't turned the game off. I I thought I flicked the switch off and I turned my Vita over while I sleep because otherwise the flashing light while it's charging is super annoying to me yeah
4: I deal with the same thing with my DS
2: and that night I was having the most like vivid Demon Gaze 2 dreams and I could not figure it out until I woke up at 5 in the morning and I was like why am I hearing Demon Gaze 2 music and I realized (laughs) that I had left the Vita on and no wonder I was having such vivid Demon Gaze 2 dreams so I felt like an idiot and I turned my Vita on (laughs) And then I went back to sleep and didn't have any more Demon Gaze 2 dreams. So, um, yeah. What I... happens
0: in a Demon Gaze 2 dream? Does somebody oh, touch God. you? No, I just. Oh, okay.
2: I was dreaming about battle strategies and which people should be in my party. Oh. And was... All
0: right, that's more boring.
4: I, I do that all the time things? when I'm during a game and have <laughs> dreams about said game. <laughs>
2: I just felt like I'd been playing the game all night. Anyways. Um, So yeah, I went through a bunch of different party um, layouts. And um, yeah, the game reminded me a lot of Ray Gigan, which was good because I really liked Ray Gigan. Um, I had a good time playing it is what it boiled down to in the end. Um, But I beat it and I'm done.
0: There's post game. No, and people you didn't date
2: no, I'm good. there are the the amount of content that I got out of that game is the amount of content that I want out of that game okay i I don't feel dissatisfied with the amount of content, and I'm really ready to move on. I don't feel like it was too long. I feel like maybe if I took a break, maybe I'd be interested in in going back to it, but i'm I'm probably. I I have a couple months before I'm giving it back. Because I'm just going to give it back at E3. So I might revisit it before I give it back. Uh Uh-huh. So we'll see. I might get interested in it. Okay. So, yeah, I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would. Which makes me really, really happy.
0: So... Then you immediately moved on to a new game.
2: No, while I was playing it, I decided to reactivate my World of Warcraft account.
0: What's wrong with you?
2: No. Um, So they added uh, a pre-buy for the next expansion. And if you pre-purchase the expansion, you unlock the allied races immediately. And so I have a friend that um, we have been joking about playing Moose for a while. Mm. Because we're both Canadian. And so... Moss? Moss? Moose. 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 I want to play Moss, but I don't have a PSVR. So there are are Torrin races that are moose. Torrin allied races where you play moose. And so I logged in and realized that I'm not exalted with the High Mountain tribe. But I'm really close. So
4: every uh, day... that one is easy to grind up the reputation for. The Super two Alliance ones, however, are a pain in the ass to get the reputation. Yeah.
2: So it's, it's honestly log in, do the five to seven quests that are up, Hope High Mountain Tribe is the daily, and then log out.
4: And make sure you're doing Dalaran, too. Yep. You mean the Cairn Tor? Uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, whichever one that one is cuz it gives you a token that it gives you a significant boost. It does. Yeah. So,
2: it's been High Mountain once and Kirin Tor once, and I've been doing missions in my um town hall for Highmountain and I'm, I'm sorry,
0: I'm I'm confused. Kirin Tor is a rep in Dalaran. In Dalaran in the current expansion? Yes. Okay. Yeah.
4: But their uh, rep count—they they usually have three rep quests that are really easy to do. And once you finish their emissary, you get a—you can pick any token from the main reps that give gives like 1500, 1500 which is huge.
2: And come Tuesday, um, there's going to be a catch-up mechanic added that is going to give a boost to all of those reps so on the off chance that i am not exalted come tuesday
4: and i should be actually i should be exalted tomorrow on sunday what kind of ketchup mechanic
2: they haven't really detailed it um ptr testing seems to be 150 to 175 percent. people haven't really nailed it quite down because it seems to be waffling a little bit okay it's that it sounds like they're tweaking it on the fly. Oh,
4: well, hopefully it'll be a significant boost.
2: That is a pretty significant boost.
4: Okay. I mean, I'm I'm exalted with all that stuff, but I know that my husband's trying to work on the two Argus reputations. Yeah, and I, he's it's,
2: it's been over a year since I played. It's been a, like a year yeah. and a half, so I haven't even unlocked any of that stuff. Yeah. So that, that's like, I'm not even exalted with Suramar yet. I'm on some quest yeah. where I have to go get some wine. I don't have flying. Like, I, I have to do everything with people that have passenger mounts because yeah. I can't do crap on myself. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I am like shackled at the moment. But I have lots of people to play with. On the server that i play with and everybody has passenger mounts or they have a, a druid
4: yeah i think my monk is on you guys's server so i can hop on and help you too if you need it
2: yeah totally i mean like i said everybody who i play with on steam weedle cartel is kind of slowly coming back so
4: i have lots of people that i can to play
0: get with. excited for that expansion no one cares about
4: well, some of the stuff that they put out for it is pretty cool, like the uh, fat humans as an allied race.
2: Yeah, people seem more interested in it now than they did at uh, um,
0: the only thing like people Chris. have told me that they're interested in are playing as allied races. Yeah, and leveling up new alts. Yeah, that is not going to carry you through an expansion. Okay.
2: <laughs> um, and it's also the third anniversary of Record Keeper.
0: Yeah, you've been playing that uh, a lot. Yes.
2: Yeah. So I logged in, and I picked up a whole bunch of rewards, and then I was like, wow, I have 64 of these things that I can use to recruit characters, and so I recruited all 42 characters that I was missing. And then I was like, wow, I have 8 trillion growth eggs, so I have been slowly... um, Growth-egging all of the characters that I have uh, level-up crystals for that I never bother to level up. Um, And then I've been doing Realm Dungeons because they're half-stamina right now. So, making slow but steady progress through that game. I still don't have any level 99 characters. I should probably prioritize doing that.
4: Yeah, yeah, I got some pretty cool equipment doing those uh, five mithril pulls the past few weeks. I have gotten like nothing
2: interesting. I mostly have gotten stuff for characters that I don't give a crap about.
4: Yeah, that's the one thing that annoys me about that, that, that game. I
2: mean, that's the problem with having 8 trillion characters is like, I don't play with any casters. I just don't find them terribly useful. And I know that they're useful. I just they are useful. I just hate playing with them. Mm-hmm. Is is the re is the reality of it? And so every time I pull a caster weapon or a caster armor, I'm just like, Pfft. lame.
4: The, I tend to roll with a white mage, a black mage, a debuffer, and two melee attackers, and just kind of swap out people as I need. Yeah. See, I, I sent roll you the tier list this mage. morning, Nana. Yeah, I know.
2: I roll with a white mage, a tank, two debuffers, and a damage dealer.
4: What's the tier list? Like, who's best?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Onion Knight's at the top. Surprise. No, no.
0: Tyro and then Onion Knight. They're both at the top. Yeah. Onion Knight is insane.
4: Because I I tend to have. Oh, my gosh. Sorry. I tend to have Sephiroth and Squall as my main attackers. Squall's good,
0: Sephiroth is not as good. Really? According to the tier list. Now the tier list assumes you're able to get like I mean this is only if you can get like some of the good relics for these people. If you can't, then it you know, you gotta play with what you got. So if you have like the good relic weapons for someone else, then that's gonna make them better for you.
2: Right. And that's what I've been playing this week.
0: Uh the worst person by the way in Final Fantasy Record Keeper, Gao.
2: Surprise. Oh, and I've, I've been playing Heroes of the Storm.
4: Oh, see, I've got Titus at level 99. He's really so good. Yep. He's I've, really
2: good right now if you can get his weapon.
4: Yeah, I've got a bunch of these guys' Oh, you found weapons. the tier list? Okay. <laughs> yeah. On Reddit? Yeah, the 2018 one? Yeah. Yeah, I've got a bunch of these guys. up There you, up go. At, there you go. They're decent relic equipment I might need to dust off record keeper and play it again I I like record keeper but I get really bored with how much you have to click to get through some of the like post battle Mm minutiae it it drives me insane I wish that they would clean that up
0: I think you're correct they should yeah they keep fixing little pieces here and there (laughs) but yeah
4: I mean it's a, it's a really excellent game. I just think that the UI could be just a little more polished. But anyway.
2: Yep, that's what I've been playing. What have you been playing, Kelly?
4: Well, I finished Dragon Quest Heroes last week. Um, don't have a whole lot to say about that other than I think I might have broke my wrist trying to play that because uh, it was pretty much nothing but holding down the trigger button and casting um, the barrage spell with Bianca. And that's how I pretty much teased the end of that game. And my hand kind of hurt after that. And you, you lock, uh, unlock a significant post game content with that. But. I kind of, my hand was hurting so bad that I really didn't want to go through through playing all of that. So I decided to devote the rest of my time for the week to finishing up Radiant Historia. And I managed to get all the nodes complete.
2: Yay! You beat that fight that I was like, no, I just don't feel like beating this.
4: Was it the four masters? Yep. Yeah, um, I had to look up a lot of strats before I found one yeah, that was significant. High magic? No, I I think I had Eruka, Marco, and Stock in my party, and I used Marco to boost my magic and pretty much burned down one of the, tried to burn down one of the masters at a time and just kind of revived and healed where necessary. So high magic. Yeah, high magic, right. Um, no, I actually found that one of the other optional fights after that to be even harder, which was where you have to fight uh, three Shadow Stocks because those three Shadow Stocks have the same abilities as your stock, including being able to remove turns. And that, Yeah. Yeah, that was quite a, an annoying fight, and like one of the Shadow Stocks heals the other one, and they can debuff you and all of that. Fun stuff, and that was another uh, fight where I really had to like look up game facts for strategies. Um interestingly enough, these fights that I did, I didn't even level everybody up to like ninety nine. I used the um growth books to get everybody to like level eighty and still managed to kind of eke by on some of those fights. Cool. yeah, but i I got to the end thinking that I'd found all of the key quests and I still had like three of them missing. And of course looked it up on game facts. It was like, okay, how the heck was I supposed to know to unlock some of this stuff? Um, Particularly the key quest with rainy, which was like, you had to answer a certain number or you had to like answer three things in a certain way to unlock that one. And I was like, how was I supposed to figure that out on my own? And then the other, one of the other key quests where you had to, uh...
0: Kelly. Raul. Kelly, have you considered getting good?
4: No, some some of the stuff is pretty obtuse.
0: It is, isn't it?
4: Yeah, because even if you unlock some of the quests and you figure out where to go, you don't always know what time period you have to go. They don't follow time
0: travel rules of any sort.
4: Well it's it's not just that like there was one quest where you have to give a dress to Raul and he mentions that it's a dress for his secretary. So I thought okay, I have to give the dress directly to his secretary. And I went through like three different time periods and I still couldn't give her the dress and eventually I figured out that like no, you have to give the dress to Raul in the past, not the secretary.
0: No, of course.
4: And some of the quest objectives are kind of obtuse like that where you know you what you know what you need to do you just don't know what you need to do to accomplish it yeah jeez
2: it's yeah, kind of I mean, frustrating
4: it, yeah or the the other one where um rainy was dealing with some stuff so you had to go to the main history and go to the alma mine and I played through that entire scenario thinking that the dialogue was going to be different and nothing changed. So I looked it up and I was like, no, you just have to talk to one guy at the beginning of the scenario. And it's just, I mean, I love the game a lot, but a lot of the side quests are really obtuse like that. So. Yeah,
2: they're ridiculous.
4: There's no shame in looking up a guide for some of that stuff if you just cannot figure out. Yeah, I did where as much go. as
2: I could on my own and then I'm just like, Nope, guide time.
4: Yeah. And that that was the other frustrating thing too, is trying to find side quests that I missed. And I'm looking at my DS versus the uh node chart and trying to see like, okay, where are there gaps in the node chart that I am missing? And that was really frustrating, you know, trying to play spot the difference between the two charts. I don't know if you dealt with that, too. Uh, no, I just used a list. Okay. And the other frustrating thing is that uh, there's a pretty decent guide, but only for the original DS game.
2: Correct. There's not one for the new game yet.
4: Yeah, and that'll get you, like, 90% of the way, but trying to find information about the new nodes and stuff can be kind of a pain.
2: impossible at the moment.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I... Just a side rant, I hate GameFAQ's algorithm for finding threads.
2: Yeah, it's kind of arse.
4: Ooh, oh, it is this a, a search... spoiler?
0: Let me put that at the top for you.
4: Well, not just that... <laughs> When you go to GameFAQs to try to find threads for some of these quests, it o- the algorithm only looks in the thread title. It doesn't look within the thread itself. So, unless somebody has made a post with the title of a quest, you can't find it.
2: Yeah, so I mean, you'll get people that it's like help with two quests. And, and so and then they will put the the quest that you are looking for help with in the body. And so you have to start getting really creative with your searches, like help, quests, and then digging through those and hope that someone has asked about your specific quest.
4: Or what I ended up doing, which was just going to Google proper and then Googling Radiant Historia, Perfect Chronology, the name of the quest, and usually that would get to some of the threads where people had posted that stuff. Yeah. But all that being said, I freaking love this game. Yeah,
2: it's I mean, that doesn't take away from the fact that this game is fantastic.
4: No, oh, I I could not put down this game. It's it's kind of one of those games where now that I've finished it completely and have done everything and I'm kind of sad that it's all done just because I was enjoying the story and the characters and stuff so much and I I highly recommend anybody that's a classic RPG fan pick this up while they still can. I mean, granted, it's still on the digital store too, so it's not going to get quite as rare as the original one, but this is one of the best RPGs I've played on the 3DS. So. You you
0: put me into a GameFAQs hole. I found a video on YouTube called GameFAQs Reacts to Undertale.
2: Um, what? Yeah. Oh, the un- the Switch announcement?
0: No. This is back when it came out and they had their the game, game best game of, game all, game of time. all time. Yeah, and under, Undertale and under just one. destroyed it.
2: Yeah, they were really upset. <laughs> like, the people were really, not happy about that. <laughs> really, really upset. There were so many threads about it and asked the mods. It was crazy. People wanted them to take it back. People wanted them to disqualify Undertale. <laughs>
4: He was hey, n- bizarre. Never discredit the n- sheer number of a fanatical fan base. Yeah. That When you said that in Undertale, I thought you was talking about people being mad at how they localized uh, Sans's as Japanese.
3: Oh.
0: No, I don't know how they localized his Japanese. And why would they, I care? I have the, people- I have the original version. <laughs>
4: People got mad about that because they localized Sans as Japanese. as kind of like the country bumpkin way of talking. Oh, okay. And people didn't like that. Well, then. I I think my husband explained it to me because he knows Japanese dialects. I wonder what the people who that game is actually for in
0: Japan think.
4: I I don't know. that would be
0: whose opinion matters.
4: (laughs) Yeah, I know. All right. Uh, But, Yeah. Radiant Historia. Buy it. Go get it. It's amazing. I can't I couldn't get enough of that game. And I started a new game last night. Ooh, where'd you start? Nino Kuni two.
1: Ah Ooh. Here we go. So
4: Hold on, Chris, hold on, you... hold on.
0: Yeah. First, um I played a little bit of Monster Hunter this week. Oh, we, we do need to talk about that later. Um, but I did play Nino Kuni one.
2: Chris tickled the pickle.
0: I played a lot of new <laughs> well, we'll talk about my pickle tickling <laughs> later.
1: But Is that a Demon Gaze 2 reference?
0: No, that's a that's a uh, Monster Hunter <laughs> reference.
1: Was Chris having um vivid dreams of demon gaze?
0: Alright, let's talk about my pickle. Anna, okay. what did you see last night? I <laughs> played oh Monster my God! Hunter. <laughs> So we'll get back to you, Kelly. I'm sorry, but okay. we gotta get through no, this because okay. Nino Kuni needs to come first, I think. Alright. Um Monster Hunter World added a new monster called Devil Joe, and he looks like a giant walking pickle. And He just needs to be a little bit more green. All right. So here's the
2: thing is this, this monster like doesn't attack like normal monsters. It kind of just throws its entire body at you. It's kind of amazing.
0: So how did this work? (laughs) I found, I found him and I said, Oh, look at that. He picked up another monster in his mouth and then I was dead.
2: Yeah. And then he just very casually (laughs) chucked it at me, (laughs) chucked it at him. And then he was dead. It was amazing. I loved it. That was, that was
0: encounter one.
2: (laughs) Encounter one, death number one. And then he sort of bodies, he just, this monster just literally throws his entire body forward and kills him. So that was kind of death two, three, and four, et cetera, et cetera. And then very casually, this monster walks up to him, leans forward, and chomps down.
0: Like seriously, I was like between his jaws. He just leaned over and then I was dead. And he dead. goes from
2: full <laughs> to dead. You literally ate me. I just <laughs> lost it.
0: Anna broke down. Oh my god, I was this laughing. has been the most fun she's ever had watching la- me play this game. I was
2: laughing so hard. I thought I was going to pass out.
0: It, it was great.
2: <laughs> oh my god, I just could not get my breath. Oh my god. It was so
0: funny. So if you have a friend what who plays Monster there? Hunter and you don't like playing Monster Hunter and you just want to watch them get smacked around a lot, this is the monster you want them to hunt for you.
1: Was it the casualness of the whole thing?
2: It was! This monster just, like, tiptoed up to him and tromped down and he was dead. Like, I'd literally never seen anything kill him like that before. It was beautiful.
1: I gotta correct you, though. That isn't a new monster.
0: No, it's a new monster to this game. It's an old monster from Tri. Oh. Yeah. So, um... So he's good, and if you're if you're into Monster Hunter World, I highly suggest popping back in and having fun playing with Devil Joe, and getting some new weapons because the new weapons are amazing. Um, armor's not so great, and the cat set looks ugly. But
2: the cat set is so
0: ugly. And that's the most important thing is how you you deck out your cat in that game. That's that's priority number one. Yeah,
2: I mean he every time there's a new set available. He's like, Anna, I need your opinion, and I have to vet all of the cat sets.
4: Mm-hmm. And Can it's- you just not have an ugly cat?
2: Yes.
0: Well, of course. That's why you pick the... Uh... That's
2: that's why he vets
4: them all with me. Yeah.
0: I make sure my cat well, I... meets approval.
4: Well, do, do you not have any fashion sense for your cat, Chris? No, um, that's what I'm for. Well, that's
0: what Anna's for, yeah. Because we I all think have I our roles have... to play.
4: I think I would have this problem too, because I have no fashion sense. Well, then Vaughn can help you out. Uh, yeah, that wouldn't help either.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, then I, you know, I ran around, did some quests, ended up figuring out how to kill this guy, and cleared him a couple times, and started my uh, started my path of getting more armor out of that. But anyway, so Devil Joe is really fun, and Anna can't get enough of him throwing monsters at my head, and quite frankly, neither can I. So- so, I, but originally I was trying, you know, that was after a week of not playing Monster Hunter World. And that's because I decided last weekend, like, I want to do something different. Ninokuni 2 is coming out next week. I'm going to finally play Ninokuni. So I went down, I I brought upstairs a PlayStation 3. We had to find that, literally unboxed it, it was covered in packing tape. Yeah. Um,
2: so when I, <laughs> when I moved here, I just kind of taped my PS3 to its, um, packing material and shipped it that way. I didn't ship it in a box.
0: Yeah. So, uh in addition to that, I was um what am I thinking of? So oh yeah, <laughs> I had to get the game. So the I have the wizard edition. So I get that out and I'm like, "Oh, it's finally time to open you up, pretty wizard edition." He's
2: literally he bought the collector's edition and literally never opened it. Yeah. So and then we played Catch, What's in there? We played Catch of Mr. Drippy for a while. The book
0: is in there. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, you get the book, and you get a Mr. Drippy plushie, which Anna wasn't expecting, because I saved it until Mr. Drippy showed up in the story, and then I threw it in her arms. She was like, oh my god, the thing on screen is in my arms! <laughs> it was great. It was very surprising. You yeah. threw a monster at her head. More or less.
2: He, no, he's the lord you of are, the lord of fairies.
0: I am Devil Joe. You yes. are Devil Joe. Yep. I'm the real Devil <laughs>
4: Joe. Was the lord, high lord
0: it? of the fairies, Anna
4: wasn't the collector's edition like 200 bucks i don't
0: know it was expensive it, but it was worth it because i wanted expensive. that damn book so much
1: that's so good because <laughs>
0: it was supposed to come the... with the ds one you know and then uh-huh. you read it you see how to draw your spells and you draw your spells but instead they have to like did we get the ds version of the game at all nope no, no. not okay. at all all right so we never got to experience the true way of playing this game, which is to actually draw the spell runes. But you know, whatever.
4: And I've I've heard that the DS version is actually better, okay. just story and gameplay wise.
0: All right. Um. Yeah. It, so right now the the story. So ugh, where do I talk about Nino Kuni? You've talked about it, didn't you? Just play through it recently. So I mean, I feel like you've talked about it a bunch. So I couldn't rehash for folks. No,
4: too much. Um, I played it when it came out. Oh okay. And that was ages ago. I just bitched about how the extra stuff that they tacked on at the end of the PS3 version was kind of felt very tacked on.
0: Well, I haven't gotten to that, but I feel like there's two different stories being told in
4: this game.
3: Mm-hmm. It's, it's so, very
0: dual.
4: <laughs> so how 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 far are you in Nino Kuni? Um,
0: I have. I'm just gotten to the Sky Pirate Hideout. Okay. I do not have a dragon yet.
4: So
1: <laughs> you're, you're further a- than I ever
4: got. Okay. So you're okay. aware of how kind of a downer the game starts out as?
0: Yeah, I, I knew that going into it. I knew the story, the backstory there. Because I yes, I've been, yeah, so- been well versed in Nino Kuni since. Pre release, so I I knew about the death and all that.
4: So Nino Kuni 2 starts out with. And yet,
0: Kelly, I was still crying. Because, yeah. because my mom died, so it didn't help.
4: <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, th- I mean, luckily I played that. I was that wondering be- about that. <laughs> luckily, I played that before my dad passed away because yeah, if that, I would have played all... that afterwards, yeah. I would have just been done.
0: But Yeah, it was hard. So,
4: so Nino Cooney too 2 starts out with, you are a, the president of the United States, not our current president, just a random president, in a motorcade. And a missile goes by, and it's a nuclear freaking bomb.
0: In *Nino Kuni* two, this is. Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. (laughs) You literally get nuked into the other world.
4: Yeah, you get nuked into the other world. All right. And I was was like, okay. That explains
0: why the dude has a gun.
4: (laughs) Yeah. So I'm like, okay, that explains why the, or that's why. Brother, no, this game is dark, just like the first one. And then you go to the other world and you meet with Evan, who is about ready to be coronated king, and a coup a coup is staged yeah. and the interestingly enough, Evan is a cat boy yeah. and the coup is staged by mice, mm-hmm. which good on them, no anti cat propaganda in this game.
0: Yeah, that you're very you're very pro cat, I know.
4: By the way, <laughs> the puns in that game are Awful.
0: In the first game, no. In the the second second game, game. yeah. My friend is go down to the Ding Dong Wells.
2: (laughs) The Ding Dong Wells.
4: (sighs) But yeah, so The the president meets with Evan, and he's trying to help the trying to help him get out of the castle. And when Evan pulls out the gun and shoots one of the house guards for the first time, I'm like, okay, this. This is a little dark and kind of <laughs> kind of cringy. See, seeing a seeing a guy in a suit shoot a mouse, I want to say in the head. I don't know. It was kind of, it was like off screen, yeah. an off screen shooting, but it was yeah, still I mean, you're it's still beating kinda, them up
0: no matter what, right? So
4: I know it's just it. it I felt stupid for feeling that way because you know it's 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 not any different with swords, but just with kind of the how gun violence is kind of a hot topic right mm-hmm. now. Just seeing that just kind of made me feel a little bit squeaky. But then you you get out of the castle and. Um, this all happens in the first chapter, so I don't really consider it too much spoilers. But um, the Evans caretaker dies trying to get him out of the castle. Yeah, that's
0: pretty heavily.
4: Uh, that's like portrayed in, all, in all, the all the trailers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I see. I hadn't watched any trailers for this game, yeah. so I wasn't sure what it was going to be like going in. And no, I kinda, good on
0: you because then that scene has more impact. So yeah,
4: and. I mean, I avoided the the media coverage for this game so much that I thought that Evan was a fox boy and not a cowboy. boy. <laughs> yeah, I think
0: I think one parent was a cat, one parent was a human or something.
4: Yeah, so...
2: Like the king in but, the first game?
0: No, and the king in the first game is all cat.
2: Well, yeah, but like, so one parent is
0: a cat. Yeah, like the I think king his in parent in this game. one, he was a lion instead of a regular cat, but I'm okay. not sure. you. Gotcha.
4: Yeah, and... I'm not a hundred percent sure if this game takes place after the first one or not because you I've go to Ding Dong Dell. It
0: is after. Yeah, this is the. Yeah, this is like hundreds of years later, I believe.
4: Okay, but well, um, it can't be at I, the
2: same time because we know who the king of Ding Dong Dell is. Yeah, he's a fat cat.
4: Okay, so it probably is a descendant of that.
0: that yeah, or that game. lineage. Yeah,
4: but I mean, regardless. I have a feeling that I'm gonna love the crap out of this game.
0: I already because... love. The, uh, so I've been playing the first one, Kelly, and I hate the battle system so much.
4: He doesn't really okay. understand hate it the battle
0: so much. system. I hate it.
1: No, I hate it so much. No, no.
0: <laughs> no, he doesn't. It's get... like it's like bad Pokemon.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, he the, he really doesn't
4: understand how it works. The the battle system in this game is so much better. It, it, well, it is so much better. That's why I'm surprised that you're playing Nino Kuni 1. Because can I, I um,
1: to be. Can I mention about Pokemon Uh-oh. real quick? Yeah, go um, ahead. Maybe, so since you call it bad Pokemon, maybe the reason I don't have as much of a problem with the battle system as so many other people do is because I never played Pokemon. Okay. Like, I know nothing about it, so I don't have that.
3: Because uh, it fun sounds like
1: you're making that comparison. It's just like, well,
0: oh, I hit attack a bunch, and oh, I'm, all my guys are dead. Uh, whatever. <laughs>
3: And why, I like
0: okay. it. Kelly? Why in the second game? Why are you accompanied by a deformed
4: Lisa Simpson? A deformed Lisa Simpson.
0: Have Have you not noticed the Kingmaker guy looks like a deformed Lisa Simpson?
4: I haven't gotten that far yet. I only finished chapter one. Oh, okay. Last night. All
0: right. um, <laughs> so you'll the... you'll see that you'll know exactly what I'm talking about when you see it.
4: <laughs> see, I I thought that you uh, was talking about the little scribble or. What are they called? Higgledies. The little, yeah, the higgledies, the little. No, not the higgledies. Sprites.
0: No, this one, this one's a little bit bigger than a higgledy. Okay. Not much.
4: <laughs> uh, I love the higgledies. They are so adorable. They remind me of the four spirits in uh, Mononoke Mhm. Oh, yeah, they're so oh, yeah, cute. Yeah.
0: Except they don't go all the time or whatever.
4: No, they they go higgledy Piggledy.
0: Oh, okay good (laughs) this battle system looks so much more fun to play oh my gosh and i don't know if it it, is (laughs) you think you seem to think it is
4: (laughs) it is it reminds me of rogue galaxy which it that shouldn't surprise me because it's another level five game did you ever play rogue galaxy
0: uh i think i got it free or it was on the they ported it to what ps3 or ps4 or something like that through some thing. yeah
2: the ps2 to ps4 program
0: i so i started it and it didn't grab me immediately okay so i just didn't put enough time in to really get to anywhere to know so i would need to really try harder
4: i loved the crap out of uh rogue galaxy i couldn't get enough game anna Mm, i never played it okay did um, it have a
1: unique unique combat system though?
4: Yeah, yeah. It was a real time combat system, kinda like Nino Kony 2, where you c- cut everything down in real time. I don't I don't think there was a battle transition thing that everything just kind of attacked you and you just attacked everything. And it had really fun weapon combining mechanics and a really fun um invention system and it was just a really fun little RPG. Despite the fact that it does something in games that drives me nuts, that where they were breathing in space, as Vaughn is pointing out. B- breathing in space gets on my nerves in okay. games. Just so, you know. <laughs> I was like, why is, very, he is he saying that? In particular. Because they're like on a pirate ship deck out in space. Out in and... space
0: and just openly breathing without. Yeah. It's a different yeah, world, that... different universe. Yeah, that
4: drives me insane
1: that that probably doesn't happen often though in games it
4: it happens a lot more than you think
1: (laughs) I'm going to start paying attention to that
4: seriously Mario Galaxy is that um, a lot of Sonic games are that
0: Mario worlds are so weird I I don't even know how to count those
4: (laughs) but yeah i i loved rogue galaxy that was an amazing little underrated ps2 title and the fact that this game is kind of giving me vibes of the battle system of that game i have a feeling that i'm going to be really into it and the story so far has been really good and granted i'm only one chapter and but i i can't wait to kind of do a more deep dive into this game and i have a feeling it's going to be really fun I hope that I won't eat these words later. Like, they'll have something in there that'll just piss me off. more. Well, Harry
1: seemed to like it.
4: Yeah, and I, I've i heard kind of mixed signals about it, like Cat um, Bailey didn't care for it too much, but then everybody else was giving it high marks, so I, I, I never know what to think sometimes.
3: Um,
0: hmm. So... In the first game. Just go back. In the first game. Not only do I hate the battle system. No, no, that's really just all I hate. I don't have time to get into the alchemy. I like the story more than I used to at the first. At first the story seemed kind of really basic. But as I get further, I like... Oh, they're doing some weird emotional crap here. I'm going to find out somebody did something... Oh, I have a feeling I know where this is going. This is gonna be good. And I hope that pays off. Um What I Okay, that this they're just showing a dragon in the second game that has really good hair and I'm very confused. Uh, hmm. <laughs> really confused right now. <sighs> Sorry, I'm watching a trailer of the second game while talking on podcast, that's not helping anything. What mm-hmm. what are we what what e, uh,
4: Kelly. You yeah. finished
0: the first game. Yeah. I got the impression from you that I should get to the part where I think, like, the game is actually over and not finish the actual game after that. And just ignore the actual end game because it's bad. Do you feel that's the way I should handle it?
4: I mean, you could you could play it like that. I could never play it like that just because I don't, like, unfinished. I mean, until to me, a game isn't done until I roll credits. Okay. And unfortunately, you don't roll credits until you... Yeah. Until after the bad part. Yeah. And it it wasn't until later on that I've, I found out that, yeah, the rest of that was tacked on. All right, then.
0: So here's a question. Does it still feel Studio Ghibli-esque or not? Oh, yeah. Um, like, tone-wise and, and animation-wise? Do they have the, Like... Anna and I were just looking this morning. The way that robots were animated was just so goofy, funny, like this does feel like a Studio Ghibli movie in the first game. And I, I don't know if that sort of animation and and weirdness and quirkiness carries over to the second one since they're not involved this time. They're not? No.
2: No, oh,
4: okay. I, I've felt that way so far with kind of the animation and the quirkiness and just, just the hardware update. Um I was just I kind of let Roland sit still and was just kind of looking at him and like well wow, I can't tell that this is a video game.
0: There's no more hand drawn cutscenes though,
1: right?
4: I don't think so. Yeah, all
1: right. All right, I'm sold.
4: You're sold now?
1: <laughs> I was yeah, I've been really against it but the our review is very positive. You're playing it and you say it's very good, so right. I I well,
3: I give hold- up.
4: Hopefully, you won't regret that decision
1: on my well, behalf. I have to uh, finish the first one, too. I, just last night, I was having the same thought of what Chris was saying he he did, uh, which is I got to go and get the PS3 and bring it out to the living room because I <laughs> really want to go back and finish. It. And I'm not even a.
0: Oh my God, Pascal, uh, you're going to do you. this and you're going to realize holy crap, PS3 controllers last way longer between <laughs> charges than PS4 controllers. So yep. much longer. <laughs>
4: It's like that. That's a PS3 positive, but then a PS3 negative is that you can't do things in sleep mode. Which, well, how did I live as a human being I know, without before sleep, sleep mode?
0: mode? Yeah, I, I agree with yeah. you there. Also, the controller, the sticks bow out and they're convex, and that hurts my thumbs. It took me a while to get used to that again. Instead of concave.
4: <laughs> I mean. I like sleep mode so much that I ended up rebuying Final Fantasy ten and X2 for the PS four just so that I could play that there instead yeah. of three. Just so that I could have sleep mode, but I don't know when I'm gonna get to that. But I I, I like it, it so far. Does it
1: bother you? Um what did you just say Final Fantasy ten?
4: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And that doesn't it doesn't bother you the uh, the um in the breathing in water?
0: Do they breathe? You know? the 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 theory is supposed well, they, to be that they, they hold their breath. Ball. Remember, they oh. hold their breath for a super long time. That's why. That's <laughs> yes, why Una talks less. to like she writes a letter to Titus like at between games or something like I've been working on holding my breath. So I'm up to X minutes now
1: and stuff like that. Well, like, okay, well that's much more realistic. <laughs> okay. At
3: least that, they
0: that's... establish that they have to hold their breath. That is better than what they're doing <laughs> in space, where they just ignore the lack of
1: oxygen. <laughs>
4: I was going to say that For sound. For the lack
1: of like an atmosphere, period. <laughs> yes.
4: That sound you may have heard was the sound of glass shattering as I realized that that was the thing and now that's going to drive me crazy. Thanks a lot. <laughs> yeah. Jerk.
3: No, they, they,
0: they hold their breath. It's fine. Waka and Titus can hold their breath a really long time. Like 45
1: minutes. And But not just like sitting still, but yeah, also <laughs> actively <laughs> participating in a sports tournament. It's
2: only five minutes. That's
0: why Blitzball
1: Without is so breathing. bad. Without breathing.
4: See, I never did the underwater math rugby. Who likes Blitzball
0: on this podcast right now? Me. Not I. Just Anna?
4: Just me. I couldn't figure it out.
0: I don't like it.
1: Yeah, I couldn't Eh, figure it out. Take it or leave it.
4: I couldn't figure it out. Uh, Maybe, you know, that was back in 2001. So maybe, no, I'm sorry, 2002. Who, so maybe somebody has a comprehensive YouTube video on it now to kind of cheese the system because Um, I could not figure that crap out. I think you do play until you win. No,
0: Uh no, there's more to it than that. There's strategies, the people can walk you through if you want to go deep, they'll walk you through who to recruit and stuff. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a guide, um, I made it a long time ago. I would have to (sighs) look it back up,
1: but I mean, it's the only way to get Waka's ultimate weapon.
2: I liked Blitzball. I t- I couldn't understand why other people. Did yeah,
0: that. well, I don't want to play with Waka in my party, so I skipped all that. That's also ultimate weapons in ten are terrible. Remember lightning jumping.
4: Yeah, I yeah, it was that... like a
1: thousand times or yeah. something.
4: There's a way that you can cheese that. I'm losing losing more sleep over the uh, zero time and the chocobo race.
0: <laughs> None but of them are what... worth doing. It's terrible.
4: But whether or not I play that game this year is up in up in the air, I was just getting really nostalgic for it because I was writing something for a yet unannounced feature and I realized how much I love that game and how much I miss playing it and I haven't pl- touched it in like ten years. Kelly. So have yes. you gotten
0: to in Nino Kuni two again, have you gotten yeah. to any of the real time strategy battles or the um the town building?
4: Not yet. Like okay. I said, I only got through <laughs> This is through all stuff you're one. probably not
0: familiar with having yeah. not watched no, pre-release no. coverage. But...
4: <laughs> yeah, no, I only got through Chapter 1 last night. I got home pretty late because uh husband and I wouldn't sell Pacific Rim 2.
0: Okay. So
4: I didn't get very much time with the is game last Rim night. Is Pacific Rim
0: 2 still worth seeing? Is that a
4: good movie? Bad movie? Um, I would wait until... Uh, oh. DVD. It's okay. it's okay. Yeah, I heard
1: it's very mediocre. Now I understand why you like Nino Cooney. Look look at what you came from.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Pacific no,
1: it, Rim, and then Nino. Yay, Nino Cooney is great.
4: No, it it was okay, but you know, at the beginning of the movie, they showed a girl had made her own Jaeger. So I thought that the whole thing was going to be about these people just making their own Jaegers and having to save the world. And then when it went back to a military base and became a military movie again, it was like, OK, I'm kind of I'm kind of out of this now. Anna and
1: I uh, still did you watch any trailers the for the one? movie? Say what? Did you watch the trailers for the movie? No. I'm sensing a pattern
4: here. Yeah. yeah well, I don't. Sometimes I don't to watch right trailers. Trailers right now are
0: kind of garbage, Pascal. They give up too much.
4: Yeah. Um, I wish I wouldn't have watched the trailers for Thor Ragnarok because that movie would have been much better if Hulk was a surprise. A
0: surprise, yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: So, um, I, I mean, sometimes I watch trailers just because I'm, if I'm excited for a movie, but sometimes I don't like to do that because, like, with Thor Ragnarok, it just completely ruined the movie. But I, I would, but the beginning of Pacific Rim 2 was pretty fun because, you know, this girl makes her own Jaeger and the Jaeger goes full Morph Ball.
2: Like, she's like, well, Metroid?
4: yeah, she's like rolling around like Samus in this Jaeger trying to get away from a bigger Jaeger. And my husband and I were laughing our asses off because we were both thinking Morph Ball acquired.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Get than me yeah, mm-hmm. I've
2: never played a Metroid game. Oh, okay. Before. What do you expect? Uh-huh. Okay. I just watch speed runs. Oh,
0: oh. Okay. <gasps> I wonder what that's going to sound like on double speed. Um. Anyway. <laughs> what?
2: She doesn't you crawl.
0: Pick a pick a Metroid style, whether it be. 2D or Castlevania E or, um, what do we call it? First person shootery <laughs> and and play.
2: No, it's not my kind of game. All right.
4: I think you would two like Super two Metroid.
0: Two, two Super two. Metroid, you think? Not Zero Suit. Yeah. I
4: haven't put. I don't know if she would be turned off by the stealth segment. Oh. At what the about end. what
0: about? Oh wait, this is Anna. What about other M? Maybe she'd enjoy uh, Metroid. Uh, I called her Metroid. There you go, Pascal. I just tricky. called her Metroid. Maybe she'd avoid, enjoy Samus being voluntarily not choosing not to use her weapons because a dude told her not to. <laughs> what? I don't want to. I don't want to embarrass the captain, so I chose not to use my missiles till he gave me permission to. This is a thing in other M Anna. It's so stupid. She has all her abilities, but she chooses not to use them. For the sake of the commander on the mission, it's I need so a weird. To
2: give <laughs>
0: That's what it comes off as.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> uh,
0: what are we talking about? Nino Kuni two. We, oh, I we think can, we're gone, we Yeah, we kind of
4: went off in left left field. The matriarchy.
0: <laughs> oh, I want to play Nino Kuni two and do city building.
4: I oh, mean, did I mean, you do 100- the, did you do the casino at all? Nino Kuni one. No, I don't do in-game casinos because really? I get too mad. I, di- I get too mad at them. Okay.
0: Chris should
2: stop doing the casino and Nino I've won. been
0: trying to. I've been doing okay with Platoon. I I got up to about eight hundred thousand chips, and it's like, it's fine. It's a way to earn stuff, but it takes a lot of time. Even knowing how the AI works, and it's like this is not speeding me through the game like I thought it was going to by just giving me unlimited cash.
4: See, I, I'm see, I am really surprised that you were doing Nino Kuni one because I don't think this game really has anything to do with Nino Kuni two, other than being yeah, set in the same. Do you think I'm going to go back to the first one at,
0: later? If I was going to do Nino Kuni one, it's before Nino Kuni two.
4: Yeah, that's true. That's,
0: that's my thought process. I don't see myself going back to this battle system. <laughs>
4: Yeah, I don't... Did, did you guys watch The Completionist on YouTube at all? Nope. Yes. Yeah, he did the, the Nino Kuni one as a review. And yeah. he, he said that it took him 270 hours to do everything.
3: Chris
2: doesn't play like this that.
0: This just posted oh yesterday, it looks like.
1: Yeah, yeah. so it last. That's what made me want to go back and pick it back up again.
0: And it looks like He's referencing Layton, uh, Studio Ghibli, Ghibli movies, Dark Cloud, or is this Dragon Quest Eight? And yeah, some sort of Dark Cloud game because he's city building. I don't know what's going on. All right, I'm just trying to. I'm uh, trying to interpret his video without listening to it, which is so stupid.
4: I do recommend The Completionist for people like me that are completionists, and he does a good job of breaking down just how much of a pain in the ass completing a game 100% is and how much it's worth it.
1: But be careful of story spoilers.
4: Yeah, he does spoil the story quite a bit.
1: Don't watch it if you haven't played it.
4: But I think he he marks the story spoilers, doesn't he? I don't know. I'm just. I, I got to the screen know. that matters.
0: 252 hours of gameplay, 15 deaths, 138 errands conquered, over 350 familiars caught. Ah, <sighs> some of those familiars take forever.
4: Yeah, just trying to uh, get like a decent healing one took me forever, and I don't like—I did not like how you catch those because of the. It's so random. Waiting for yeah.
0: And like, uh, the, I've heard, I've looked up like all the best familiars, and now I want them. And like, I'm I'm learning just how hard it is to get some of them to spawn, let mm-hmm. alone waiting for them to pop and be ready to tame. Ugh.
4: Mm-hmm. And I forgot you can't tame them unless the one girl is alive. Yeah. Can you? So she goes down. She doesn't
0: usually go down for me, but maybe later on that'll happen more. I don't
1: know. (sighs) Yeah. On a a separate note, I wanted to mention I bought um, Xenoblade Chronicles 2 for a friend as a present Mm -hmm. uh, based on everything I've heard on on this podcast. And I've gotten back uh, rave thank yous.
4: Oh, good. Oh, that's good. Yeah, because a lot of the problems I had, or a lot of the things I had a problem with, have gotten fixed in patches. Yeah,
1: I
0: should finish that game.
2: <laughs> yes, you should. Yeah,
0: I know. But the but the the RPGs move on, and so should our segment. Um, what's next mm-hmm. that we're talking about here? Um, um we talked about use. my pickle. I think we're do
1: good, right? Yep. Okay. I still don't know what, what Pickle had to do with anything. He,
0: he looks like a pickle. It's, the, it's the an monster. old nickname for that monster is that he's a giant pickle. And Who the... Lester, um, the Jezero, what's the his The Devil name? Joe. The Devil yes. Joe. Yes. And if you disagree, um, that's fine. I Some people have disagreed. He's not really a pickle to me. Just know that the developers literally name quests in this game playing off the pickle pun so um, there's a quest about you know relish the thought and stuff like like they're, they're, they're leaning into the pickle thing so it is it is a, an established tradition of calling referring to him as a pickle but um, it, it's totally fine if you if like and you're like it doesn't really make me think of a pickle it's like yeah he's a little bit more brown in this game isn't he <laughs> all right moving on we got news folks we got news first ones for you Pascal the mage's tale is coming to HGC Vive
3: does he have well, Vive? No, but
1: no, a, they've but also PSVR. announced the
0: PSVR version is coming
1: later. Right.
3: Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: So I was just thinking, hmm, an RPG on VR, how about that?
0: So this is set in the Bard's Tale universe, and between the ta- the events of Bard's Tale Three and Bard's Tale Four, which neither Vive played, um, but it's a first person dungeon crawler, and you control an apprentice mage who tries to rescue their master, rescue their master from someone. And anyway, you're walking around first person, shooting people with magic. So you know, there you Loud. go um yeah now with smooth movement i don't understand why they say that in like this trailer says things like faster load time now with smooth movement isn't this the first release of this game oh no it came out on rift in 2017 there you go and we can already play it you want right. to play it you're not interested at all are you
2: um it sounds like we get a crappier version
0: well they probably patched it okay well, if you want improved versions or crappier versions, depending on how you interpret Sam Marcello's review of the first one, um, *Yakuza Kiwami 2* is coming west. Finally announced officially with a trailer. Trailer. And loc- uh, is that a localized trailer? Yeah, sort of. A, yeah, as localized as *Yakuza* games get because they're always subtitled now. Um, so, if you want to see lots of snippets of things that happen in *Yakuza 2*, including Kiryu completely not reacting when somebody bats him over the head with a beer bottle, um, you can uh, you can watch a trailer. Right here on our site, so, and uh, Majima's back too, and he's really crazy.
1: Now we just need three, and I can play the whole saga. You don't have three. No. I think well, I have. I don't have. One. I don't have two or one yet. I, no, I do have one. I'm sorry. Yeah, you Kiwami. have Kiwami? I have Well, you gotta start with zero yeah. now. Right, but th- that's my point. I can actually play, I- including the new one, as soon as three Yakuza is here. three
0: 3 I... so you should be able to get that easy.
1: Uh, but am I going to? I don't know.
0: But I don't know how I'm going to play through all probably these. Probably going
1: to bring one over here.
0: Yeah. I want to play more Yakuza. You know what I'm most excited to play in Yakuza? Like the business management games and stuff like that. I'm a weird person. I think I just want good RPG simulation games, and I don't get enough of those. Kelly, recommend me some RPG sims.
4: Um.
0: Yeah. Okay. Dungeon yeah, Keeper. I... <laughs>
4: Dungeon Keeper?
0: Is, is that the best we've got, probably?
4: I, I believe so, yeah. Or War for
0: the Overworld. That's, I have not gone... Uh, oh, okay. War for the Overworld. What is that?
4: That is a spiritual successor to Dungeon Keeper. Um, I can't remember if it's made, made by a lot of the same people, but... Um, so
0: there's like also Dungeons and Dungeons 2, and I don't know which of these actually are good. Because I see a lot of things that are supposed to be just like Dungeon Keeper, and I've tried some of them and not been very impressed. And I don't know if that no, if that just means Dungeon Keeper-style games aren't for me, or if the games I'm choosing aren't good. But I've not gone back to the actual old Dungeon Keeper games, because they're old. Do I need to just get over that and try them?
4: You might have to. Yeah. Um, Unless it's War Dungeon- for the
0: Overworld, this looks a little bit more recent.
4: Yeah, um like my main problem with War for the Overworld was I was getting annoyed at the tutorials because it was like, "Bitch, I know dungeon keeper Stop telling me how to du- <laughs> Leave st- me alone. stop I know. telling me how to stop telling me how to dungeon keep." <laughs> I know
0: how to keep dungeons.
4: When did this come out?
0: This uh, War for the oh, Overworld?
4: Oh, a while ago. Okay. Um, I mean, was it was in early access for a while, and when it came out, I ended up getting it, and I played it a little bit, but I got twenty sixteen It
0: looks like
3: yeah.
4: Yeah. Well,
0: but you you didn't get through it because of the tutorials.
4: Well, that that and I had a I think like WoW or something did something, and I just never went back to it. But That's I fair. need to put I need to put more time into it because I do love that and th- that all. <laughs> It also has a mode that's separate that uh, is the My Pet Dungeon thing, where it's just kind of like a open world, do your own thing kind of setup. Oh, cool! Which is supposed to be really fun. I only like these
0: sorts of games though if if like it's relatively easy and I can you know spend a lot of time turtling and building up and getting really powerful. Because if yeah. I can't do that, I don't have as much fun in these.
4: Yeah, Dungeon Keeper really doesn't have a whole lot of. Uh, like a lot of the maps that pissed me off in StarCraft, where you're given just a, a handful of units and you've got to get them through a gauntlet. Dungeon Keepers never had that. It's all build your base, build up your army. See now,
0: that's so weird. I like those maps in StarCraft. I think they're a fun change of pace.
4: Oh, Mostly I hate I don't, I
0: don't have to click as much.
4: <laughs> I, I so. hate those so much. I <laughs> mainly because you know I, I'm the kind of person that tries to worry jenkins maps like that and you're not supposed to Oh yeah
0: no no don't do that <laughs> slow slow yeah <laughs> turtle <laughs> all right uh yonder is coming to the switch yonder if you don't remember is kind of a open worldy farmy wow. type game do you know more about yonder anna than i do no, no that's the extent trailers. of what i know yeah it's coming to switch now so Anne is slightly more interested now than she was. Uh, Ash of Gods is coming out this week. Uh, apparently it's out now. It came out yesterday. Uh, that's the that's the game that has like, even if your people die, the story continues. There's no game over. And so that's it's a roguelike storytelling, whatever that means. So all the characters can be permanently injured or killed, both in and out of battle. And the story will continue on without them. Of course, if all the characters are dead, how does the story continue? I don't know what that means. No idea. There must be just enough that you get through no matter what. uh It's a strategy RPG, apparently, so that should help Anna be more interested. But Mm-mm. nope.
2: Yeah, it that, that doesn't sound fun. Yeah.
1: I mean, it sounds like the story must be completely disconnected from your characters or your party or anything like yeah, that. Yeah,
2: that's what I want
0: to see a review fun. of this thing.
2: Yeah, I need to know so more that, about this yeah. structure
0: ash of gods it's out now pc and mac so uh yakuza 6 speaking more yakuza yakuza 6 got a demo it's back out uh this one does not let you accent or not let you exploit it and play the whole game <laughs> so <laughs> oops <laughs> um the demo will carry progress over in the full game and any trophies unlocked in the demo will need to be re-earned in the full game so whatever that means because if you go past the point where you get those trophies do you have to replay the game then what's the point of that that's stupid Uh, anyway Yakuza 6 coming in August no coming in April and then Yakuza 2 coming in August so so much Yakuza (laughs) hey guys there was a Switch event this week oh the Nindies Nindies that's right and there was an RPG in that indie, indie lineup called West of Loathing, which I love. That is a five out of five game for me, and I highly recommend it. And so it's finally coming to the Switch. And uh, if you don't remember, that was out on PC, Mac, and Linux before. It's out on Switch now. We're still waiting it to hit iPad, which we know it can be on iPad because we've played it on iPad. Yeah, that's how it was demoed to <laughs> so us. I don't know why it's not on iPad yet. What is it? Huh? What is it? Uh, West of Loathing the name is west of loathing
1: yeah (laughs) what is
2: it it? what is it it's a stick figure rpg it's a slapstick rpg it's a
0: comedy rpg where it's black and white stick figures in a western setting and a lot of funny stuff happens it's got elements of choosing adventure or choosing paths it's got you know role-playing game combat system turn-based it's got um a lot of clicking point and click adventure stuff going on it's from the people made uh kingdom of loathing which is a browser-based mmo somebody's yeah. playing record keeper no that's uh Sorry. kelly's uh text message tone
2: oh okay yeah
0: it's the sonic ring <laughs> it's either that or she's checking stuff out at a gas station or something but... <laughs> no
4: All right. no I, had, I muted my phone no worries
0: uh let's see yeah so there you go And they also are going to... They also announced Banner Saga 3 coming to the Switch.
2: And also 1 and 2.
0: And 1 and 2. So all that's coming to the Switch as well. That's also a uh, RPG, a tactical RPG to be precise. And it'll be... uh, The Banner Saga 3 Switch version will be released concurrently with the PC, Mac, PS4, and Xbox One versions in summer 2018. 1 and 2 coming soon? Probably before then? No? No. It would make more sense to be before them.
2: I know. That's but how they were positioned in the video. They didn't really clarify a it I bet be you before. it'll be before them. Okay. Um,
0: as for West of Loathing, that's coming spring 2018. S-
2: oh, I thought they said summer.
0: Toho Gensel Wanderer is getting another game. Toho Gensel Wanderer Reloaded. It's an enhanced version of the original Toho Gensel Wanderer. Uh, It'll be out for PS4 and Nintendo Switch physically and digitally in North America on July 17th. Digital only in Europe on July 20th. And that is a, uh, you know, it's a wandering game. So think like Sheeran the Wanderer or, you know, one of these.
4: Roguelike Dungeon Crawler.
0: Yeah. Um,
4: I have this pre-ordered and I can't wait to try it out.
0: Did you play the original version?
4: No, because it. When it came out, it was a little bit too. Oh, actually, no. The Vita version wasn't physical release; it was download only, and I thought it was way too expensive for a download only. So, fair enough. But I managed to pre-order the Switch version for like forty bucks. I think
2: I ended up buying this game on Vita. Maybe. I have some sort of. Shiren Dungeon Crawler game that came out physically because Amazon Warehouse did a clearance of not quite correctly sealed versions, and so it ended up being super cheap.
4: Okay. Yeah, they did a Shiren the Wanderer that's on the Vita. It. Okay.
2: Sorry. Because I... I did
4: buy that one too. Okay. But th- that's for when I eventually get in a rogue-like mood.
0: So there's an E's eight port coming to Switch.
2: Yeah, and we have a date for it now.
0: Yeah, and we have a trailer that has apparently got corrupted during the upload or something. Um, it's got like a big problem in the middle. <laughs> yeah. But uh, the, uh, they've got a date. The game will be available in North America June 26th, Europe June 29th, uh, Japan it's June 28th, so pretty concurrent worldwide. This is for the Switch version, of course. You can already play it on other platforms. Um, this this version, I guess, would not have the big hole issue, correct?
2: No, it's going to have the new translation. So, there
0: you go. Um, Table of Tales is coming to PlayStation VR. Pascal, let me ask you a question. Do go you ahead. want to emulate tabletop RPGs in a VR setting? Um, do you want to stand around a virtual table? Okay, do I
1: want to? Um, yeah. It has like crossed my mind as something that needed to be done, but... Not by um, you.
2: But now that they've done it, you're interested, right?
0: You get to stand around a virtual table and control a party of adventurers as the table changes to show the party's encounters in various locations they explore. So it's basically the magic stuff you've always wanted at your your D&D session. If this table could only magically change and reflect the new environment that my party just walked into and all that. So that's what they're doing here in VR. Um, Well,
1: considering the issues with, uh, with VR as far as movement goes and how I don't, Know how I could translate that to an RPG? Really, um, this seems like it could be a. I mean, it, and you are know, you playing this by solution? yourself?
0: Is this online? How are we getting these multiple VR play mm. headsets together?
1: Yeah, is that still part of your question for me? Because I don't know.
0: I don't really know either.
3: <laughs> uh, it's but, being um,
0: com- it's being targeted for quarter three 2018. And they've got an official blog where they're talking about it. You can check out it at TinManGames.com. Yeah, so Tin Man Games has
2: done a couple different um, D&D games. Ooh, and Illuminate Us. Them. Yeah, so I mean, we played Warlock at Firetop Mountain at a PAX one year, and I really liked it. And I have it on my iPad, and I've kind of played it off and on um, pretty much since...
0: They've done a lot of games. I'm just scrolling through this thing. Warlock Firetop Mountain, Choices and Their Souls Were Eaten, Choices and the Sun Went Out, Warhammer 40K Legacy of Dorn, Herald of Oblivion. Yes, that's one title. Osra Awakens, Songs of the Mystics. I haven't heard of most of these, Anna. Uh, so the Complete Sagas of Firewolf, Caverns of the Snow Witch, Blood Bones. Okay, I've only heard of the Warlock and Firetop Mountain thing because we had an appointment with that. Yep.
2: <laughs> most of the other ones are not RPGs, so okay. not relevant to our interests.
0: They do have the the game book adventure system that Warlock on Firetop Mountain is part of, right? So you can load other game books in there. I think so. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Go check it out. <laughs> uh, so, I, is this? Yes. So it does look like this PSVR thing. You're not the. None of you are the are the dungeon master. It does seem tailored towards single player. And it looks like um, the player is going to have abilities uh, doled out via cards. So you'll have a, it looks like a deck of cards system where you draw cards. That'll say what you can do this turn. Um, So check out some screenshots on their blog if you want. We got a link to it from our site. We got the uh, teaser trailer. You can check that out. See if you're into it. Um, It'll be a while before it's out um persona five uh, persona three and persona five's dancing games got some character announcements this week so we saw like pick we saw videos of uh, morgana dancing with a t-shirt that said bad cat uh we saw just a bunch of the you know the the gameplay being shown in a in a long video with a bunch of japanese narration and it looks like the games are getting a psvr mode mode where you can walk around the character's room from place uh, from persona 5 so who's excited for persona dancing games
4: me i'm mildly excited only mildly
0: okay did you not like the last one
4: i didn't get a chance to play it it kind of came out when i couldn't afford it okay And I just wasn't really interested in a dancing game at -hmm. the time. But um, Persona 5's dancing game kind of looks cool just because I like the more funky disco type music in that song or in that game. In that game, yep. So I might give it a shot. All
0: right. Fire Emblem Warriors is getting more DLC or getting some DLC, I guess. So the upcoming Awakening pack is, I guess they already had DLC, huh? Yeah, so this is the Awakening pack now. Coming on March 28th, it's going to have three new characters. Owain, Tharja, and Olivia. Each character will feature new skills, support conversations, and history maps. One for each character. Completing these history maps can unlock new costumes, weapons, and armor. Break models for the... um, Armor break models for the Awakening characters in the game. More info can be found on Nintendo's page. It's going to be $9 for the individual pack, or $25 as part of the overall DLC uh, season pass thing. So... Kelly, are you into the con- Fire Emblem Warriors? This concludes Warriors? it, right? I don't know. Does it? I haven't been following I thought,
1: it. But... I thought this was the last DLC yeah. for it.
0: Kelly, have you been into the Fire Emblem Warriors?
4: Yeah, I kind of set it aside to play through some other stuff because I was getting a little bit bored with the repetition on the history maps.
0: That's right. You were. But... You, you turned into a Musou fan. That's what we discovered. With yeah, because...
4: 'Cause like I really enjoyed what I played and then saw how repetitive the history maps were and was kinda like, okay, I need to kinda set this aside. But, so does this
0: DLC look interesting to you or no?
4: Um, it does, but I did I did buy the season pass for okay that so i might need need to fire it up and check it out again i just didn't anticipate going through the story mode that quickly in fe warriors but
0: yeah i mean this stuff seems more useful if you had it during story mode but maybe not i don't know
4: yeah hmm. so i don't know maybe when i get bored with other stuff from when i'm between games i might pop in fe warriors again and check it out
0: Spike Chunsoft had a big announcement over at GDC. They're bringing over some games that people didn't think would ever come over. (laughs) Uh, Top in the list for me is a game called 428 uh, Shibuya Scramble. This is not an RPG. It's a visual novel adventure, but it's instead of being like an anime one, it is um, like full motion live action. It is. Yeah. Live action, full motion video. And this is like a game that was really well received critically in in Japan, like back in 2008 on the Wii. When it was on the Wii. (laughs) Then it was ported, like, to PS3 and stuff a year later, but then I assumed we were never going to get it because I kept waiting, 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 waiting. Nope. Um, but now it's coming, so I'm excited. Um, that's coming out um, in summer. Cool. But as far as RPGs go, they announced Zonky Zero, Last Beginning, and that's coming out in North America and Europe and on PS4 and PC, but they didn't say when.
2: And they didn't announce the Vita version.
3: Boo.
0: Sorry. That is a game for you, though, Anna. It's eight people. They each represent um, an aspect of Sin, um, and they're clones, and they die and get reborn over and over, and it looks anime, so there will probably be friendships, and and I don't know what's going on. And it's a first-person dungeon crawl. Yep. So Anna's excited for that. Yes. But it's not on the Vita, so it might not matter. Hmm. Yep.
2: I guess I'll have to play it on PS4.
0: Uh, it's, a, it's on the Vita in Japan. <laughs> I
2: know. That's why I said they didn't announce the Vita version, which makes me sad.
0: They announced some other stuff. Uh, Steingate's Steins Gate Elite, which is a retelling of first Steins Gate. I don't know if we cover Steins Gate. Do we cover Steins Gate? No, because it's, it's a visual novel. Because it's a visual novel. Fire Pro Wrestling World and Pixel Junk Monsters 2. Wait, really? Is that new? That's not new. It is new. But it's not being made by the pixel Jump people? Oh, that's so confusing. I don't, I'll look that up later because I don't understand how that works. <laughs> All right. And moving on. Uh, we got another story that has more plot details in Zonsky Zero if you want to read about that. More plots. During that Nintendo Nindies thing, it was also announced that uh, From Dustal to Ta- Casa Bonita, um, the new DLC... Oh, uh, I'm so sorry. I messed this up. Has nothing to do with an Indies thing. the The freaking Hill Casa Bonita DLC straight up came out. Uh, they've got a trailer for it. You can get it now. PS4, PC, Xbox One, and of course, it's going to be available on the Switch version whenever that launches. Um, yeah, oh, April twenty fourth, apparently. So, and you get a new character in that. So Henry out of the goth. Who's playing South Park? Anyone? No.
4: I I really need to play Did. these games
1: are you gonna I'll go back the, for them you're
0: gonna play back play the dlc for it pascal
1: i don't think so really as, um as much as i like the south park games i feel like i mean how long do the rpgs take maybe maybe third 25 30 hours or so mm-hmm. um that's a lot of south park and it you know you you play it in longer than than 20 minutes at a time so it Kind of gets a little stale, I think, towards the end. Oh,
0: so it's very much like the show.
1: <laughs> but the show is, you know, twenty-minute increments. Oh, no, so, and I think for that reason, I may not. Re- I, I know yet, I'm not excited to that twenty like, minutes is usually
0: back. enough for me for a year or two.
1: <laughs> yeah. I can take it for more than that, but um, the game, yeah, they're fun, but I don't know the the humor wears all the love I
0: want bit. an expansion that's all just more that Terrence and Phillip tr- movie trailer stuff from the first game oh gosh <laughs> more fart was jokes. so funny it was so good Rob Stewart stars and in... oh it's so good it's so good alright anyway um <laughs> Anna Mary Skelter 2 got another trailer yep but it was like really detailed in Japanese like heavy and y- you couldn't follow it nope Okay, So unlike the first last week where we're reading, you know, plot details into this trailer. Yeah. Uh, So that's out there if you want to try and tackle it yourself and kind of get some stuff out of it. Uh, They show off some of the systems of the game. Uh, At GDC, which is going on right now, um, or has been going on, they uh, showed off Oceanhorn 2. So they have been... So Oceanhorn, which has been ported to like literally everything that could possibly run it except toasters, I think. Yeah. Yeah, Oceanhorn is the new Doom, if you're wondering. Oceanhorn 2... We have an
1: HDMI toaster. Yeah,
0: (laughs) Oceanhorn 2, Knights of the Lost Realm, is the sequel that they're working on. Uh, The developer of Oceanhorn, if you're wondering, Cornfox and Brothers. So, they are showing off a... They've got a video that shows off some of the stuff. It does look early, so it's a little rough at times, frame rate-wise, but uh, they... Yeah, they are showing what they've been doing. It looks more... um, Whereas Oceanhorn was definitely a 3D Zelda. um, It felt more like one of the mobile 3D Zeldas to me. Oceanhorn 2 looks more like a Twilight Princess or um, Breath of the Wild type Zelda. So, um, very camera-behind-you sort of thing rather than overhead. So, they are... They do seem to be sticking with that Zelda action RPG formula thing, though. So... Uh, go check it out see what you think maybe I'm wrong um, they are they have no release dates no platforms announced so that's just in development sort of thing you get to see at GDC and with that let's talk about what we've got up on the site for editorials we have a For the King interview if you don't remember what For the King is because I think I literally ask this every time that's the that's a game that has a really weird looking art style and we interviewed on. it's got hex based it's I don't remember it's a it's, it's a board game like uh, strategy turn based combat and roguelike elements all in one game. So you can go check that out. It's coming it's coming out in April, and we've got an interview with them. See what they say, have to say about it. Cool. along with the early access trailer. So you could check that out. Uh, Damascus Gear Operation Osaka Deep Look. We talked about this game a couple weeks ago. It's been out. They did a deep look of it, and Alex, apparently Alex, it. I think look? Alex was playing it and just didn't want to keep playing it so yeah, instead basically. of finishing the review he just put up a deep look and said i don't recommend this game <laughs> <laughs> he was
1: well done I, I i read it so there's a little bit more to it than i think that um go for it i don't know if it's i mean it's in the it's in the deep looks i don't think it's like spoiling anything but um there's certain uh the game it, from from what it sounds like, the game restarts if you if you get to a certain uh point without being leveled in the appropriate way, um, it sends you back to the beginning and basically says, Here, do this again. Like there's some kind of a tournament that you have to yeah, so win at and if you can't, you do it again.
2: Yeah. So you know how Do you keep your
0: progress or do you have to start over?
1: It's yeah, res-
2: it's rest here. So.
0: I don't, what does that mean, Anna?
2: So, you know how in Resetir, if you couldn't pay back your loan, you went back to the beginning of the loan period? No,
0: never made it that far.
2: Okay. So, in th- there's a gameplay loop. So, in, in Damascus, is the same. You have 30 days. So, you days. keep your progress or not? Yes.
0: You do. Okay. Yes.
2: So, in Damascus, you have 30 days. And at the end of the 30 days, you have to participate in the tournament. If you lose the tournament, you are kicked back to the beginning of the 30 days with your progress intact, but you then have to redo that 30-day period.
0: Yay! Sounds fun! This is from Arc System Works. Same people who put out that awesome like, Dragon Ball game, right? I can't keep any of this straight anymore.
2: Yeah, yeah Arc System Works does a lot of stuff. Yeah, In good and bad. Yeah, they do good stuff, they do bad stuff.
0: Oh right, Namco published that Dragon Ball game, so it's not on the Arc System Works site, is it? Okay. Oh, publishing deals. All right.
2: Arc System Works also opened their own North American office, so now they do they they
0: can give us crappy games directly. Yes. All right.
2: <laughs> so they they like they develop licensed stuff. They develop their own stuff. They let people publish their stuff. They're going to be publishing their own stuff.
0: Oh no, Anna. Hmm? this next thing i'm reading josh put up a deep look of final fantasy 15 monster of the deep
2: yeah
0: is he giving up on it
2: yeah no i mean no it's just it's not a game we technically cover and he
3: finished Oh, so that's
0: why that one's not a review yeah it's like we need why is this not a review (laughs) we need like that explained on each of these (laughs) (laughs) you're gonna need a vr boat that's a good tagline josh that's very good um he doesn't recommend it. I'll leave you to read it. He's talked about it on the show in the past, so I don't remember being all that jazzed to play it after listening to him talk about it.
4: You mean $30 is too much to make Cindy uncomfortable in VR? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Mm.
0: Uh, we do have the review up of Nino Cooney that uh, Pascal was talking about earlier that was written by Harry Papadimitriou, and you can, uh, that is uh, four out of five. So. You can go uh, check out that out and see what he thinks about it. And that's it for news. It is time to get into the question of the week. So we were asked, what games have you ever bought that you were ashamed of? And Kelly, how about you lead us off? Cause I think you've bought some sausage. It sounds like.
4: Yeah. Um, I bought the first record of Ark Arrest war game. And not only that, I bought the collector's edition because I thought that I would really enjoy a uh, well okay let's go back in time I didn't realize that there was a company called idea factory and that they were known for their terrible games so I'm at GameStop I see this record of agarist war collector's edition I look at the back of the box and I go oh this is a strategy rpg this sounds like it's up my alley and then see kind of the erotic stuff on the side of the box. And um, this was back when I worked in the office. And <laughs> I, I bought the game and I take out the collector's edition stuff and I see the boob mouse pad. And I go to my boss and I go, hey, hey, uh, I got a new mouse pad for work. You think that uh, it'll be okay? And I show her the <laughs> mouse pad. She She kind of shoots me this look like, you can't be serious. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I wasn't. I, th- I thought that, and she got a good laugh out of it, but at the same time, it was made very clear yeah, you're not keeping this here. No kidding. But uh, yeah, and then I got the game home and played it for about 10 minutes and realized how terrible it was. And then I didn't learn my lesson, apparently, because then I bought butt- Aggressive War Zero. <laughs> So yeah, that that's my shame. I actually spent money on argus war games.
1: Shame, shame.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, I'm trying to figure out what I bought that I regret. Um
1: Oh, it's not Nino Kuni. I figured no, <laughs> that's it's what not Nino you... Kuni. And and I
0: guess not regret because that's just easy. That's like um Hoshigami ruining Blue Earth, but um, games I'm actually feel ashamed of owning. I think I've just been too weak to ever buy something that I would be embarrassed to tell people about, or for people to catch me in. Hmm. There's got to be something. Nah. I'm just not thinking right. Well, hmm. go
1: buy um, go buy Monster of the Deep, then you have one.
0: No, nah, but that wouldn't be like ashamed of. That's just a bad game, right?
1: Well, you can be ashamed of having a bad game.
4: Eh,
0: that's not really the same, is it? Mm, you think it
4: is? I'm ashamed of having a bad game. <laughs> uh...
1: I guess it depends on you know. There's bad, and then there's bad. Like I can think of. The the number one game I own that I would rather people don't know is um, because of its uh, because of lack of quality now um, is Alien is the Colonial, colonial <laughs> if I could say it I don't even want to say it my mind will not let me uh, admit to it Colonial Marines.
0: Mm, yep,
1: that's because I was I was going through. Like earlier, while you know, trying to think of it, I was going through what what games do I have, and I was looking over, and I think that one probably stands out as just being the most notorious for being super trash.
4: Is it buggy and stuff?
1: Um, yeah, I think it's it's full of bugs. It's um, uh, there's just there's I guess, like a lot of story that goes with the release. It was uh, it, it was not. Um, it was not up in any way to the standards that were shown, like the gameplay videos and footage that was shown before release was was all, um, what, faked, I guess, or hmm. I don't know, whatever. There were features missing from it. It was buggy, and uh, the AI was terrible. I don't know, just, just all kinds of – there was a lot of um, – a lot of people were very disappointed with uh, with Gearbox when, when they released it. Or maybe disappointed isn't the right word. Furious? Yeah. So I actually got that as a, uh, I didn't really purchase it per se, I got it, um, I got into the PlayStation 3 pretty late, because I was an Xbox person before that, um, so it was already out by the time I got my PS3, and I got it as a uh, as a Christmas present, the PS3, uh, for my girlfriend, and the guy at the store, when she bought it, uh, threw in Colonial Marines for free. <laughs> Get
4: this out of my hair!
1: Yep, he literally just put a a copy of it in the box, Um, and she. So she, you know, to her, it was oh, amazing. You know, an extra free game. So when I opened it, I I got a pretty good laugh out of it when she told me the story. Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't really giving you a free game. He was trying to get rid of something that he no longer wanted. (laughs) Even even so far as he didn't want it at the store, they were giving it away. That's, pretty, that's a pretty bad game. But you're trying to think of something that's that's embarrassing for other reasons. Uh, so I got one of those, too.
0: What? Oh, yeah, go so, for
1: it. Yeah. yeah, my actual pick from earlier um, when we were talking about it. And this, because I still still have games from when I was a you know a teenager, sticking around. So this is not something I you know I purchased recently as a grown man. I don't know how old I was, but I bought um, Dead or Alive Beach Volleyball, and I so on the original Xbox. I think that's the only thing it probably came out for, most likely. I don't know. Um, And when I went up to the counter, I. I think I sandwiched it in between like other games. Like it, I was so embarrassed to buy it that I also purchased other games with it, including dead or alive three. Yeah. So I kind of could pass it off to the, um, to the cashier as like, Oh yeah, it's, it's all dead or alive. It's, you know, so it doesn't matter. It kind of goes with it. And um, yeah, that's, uh, that's sitting on my shelf. I, and to top it off, I don't really think I ever played it for more than five minutes. I don't think I can even figure out how to play it, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Like I know there's a way to play the volleyball yeah. um, sections, but <laughs> I don't know how that works. <laughs> well, that's why. Wait, it's what are you actually playing it then? <laughs> but I did attempt to play it.
4: Yeah. Uh-huh. And... I can't. Sorry, I can't help but wonder if there is somebody out there that only plays Dead or Alive Beach Volleyball for the volleyball. No, of there's
0: course that is not a lot of I good. There's not a lot of good volleyball games, right? So,
1: But I couldn't... The, I guess, so I guess, you know, the point is that on top of it all, I couldn't even... Like, if I try to pass it off to somebody as, oh, no, it's a volley... You know, I bought it because it's a fun volleyball game. I can't even figure out how to actually play the damn thing.
3: Uh,
1: yeah. And
0: isn't there but some, sure. like, nudie... Tetris game you had me download at some point. Honey pop? I don't know. I felt uh, bad I like about that. It that. I deleted with, it, uh, whatever it was.
3: Game, <laughs> I'm blaming her for it, right? Yeah, I'm
0: blaming her for it. That's right. how you can tell I'm ashamed about it, right? <laughs> I just remember there being like this vaguely pornish Tetris game where you're fitting people together and it sounded I don't know why <laughs> I would have that on my computer, but I don't have it on my computer anymore. Ah, uh, so much for our clean rating.
3: Uh,
0: games are so. I'm I'm looking through game facts about um games people are embarrassed to have on their, their um their Steam accounts, and <laughs> a lot of people are making dumb jokes about like Call of Duty Ghosts, Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two. Like, come on, guys. <laughs>
4: See that—that that is the benefit to being physical copy only—is that you don't have to tell people about your shame games. Yeah. That being said, I—I I do own a physical copy of the new Bubsy. Oh no! Why? To be fair, I put it on my Christmas list as a joke, and my mother bought it for me. Oh, poor lady. <sighs> I have yet to—I have yet to put it in the PS4 just because I don't want to. I think that's feel bad. thats a Christmas
0: gift. You have to play it now
4: yeah i um, I thought about putting uh, applying it just to kind of pad the gap in between um finishing Dragon Quest Heroes and Nino Kuni, but then I was like, no, I really don't want to
0: ooh, ninji in our it, chat room says he's got a physical copy of dai katana
4: ouch oh,
0: wow. Ugh.
4: So, to, to be fair, I legitimately liked the first Bubsy game back in oh, the yeah? day. Okay, it, Okay. It, I mean, it's just kind of a mediocre little platformer. I didn't think that it was Terabat or anything. It's just kind of a platformer. Anna. Uh-huh?
0: You've got some naughty games you bought, don't you?
2: <laughs> so the game that you were referring to is called Sextress. Oh, no. <laughs> And honestly I don't remember where it came from. Miss Diana or I found it many many moons ago and I don't remember where we found it. It was
0: I'm sure I said this can't be and I downloaded and said, game. "Oh no, it is."
2: Yeah, and so we we <laughs> gave it to you because we thought it would be hilarious. And you tried it and the idea was is there are hu- humans male and female and they are in Tetris piece configurations, so line and um L's and stuff like that and if you fit together two of them in any position that could be construed as sexual they bumped and grinded and then disappeared jeez
4: oh my god this is real Bump. humans this isn't even anime oh you've looked I it up Googled, have
0: you yeah. I yes. just
4: google image search yeah, don't this. do this yes
0: don't don't look
1: the, don't look for this in delete this whole
0: episode from your podcast from your from your iPod
1: I mean, this goes with pickle talk from earlier. Mm.
0: Not that sort of pickle. (laughs) Anna, (laughs) what was your game? (laughs) Oh, no. What did you find, Kelly? No, Vaughn!
4: No, I'm I'm mad at my husband. He had sex sex Triss in high school. Vaughn, you were the one that was mad at me for wanting to program poop (laughs) tress. This, this, Kelly, is,
0: you should totally program Poopdrix. Start I, a Patreon I think, for that. Yeah. I
4: think the story yeah. premise
2: is that you are actually filming porn videos.
0: Of course. And I bet there's sequels to this, too.
2: Yeah. So, anyways, games that I am ashamed of: um, Criminal Girls.
0: Criminal Girls! Oh, yeah. Punishments! Yeah.
4: Those I, games I are. I thought you re- liked.
2: I It doesn't mean that I didn't enjoy playing them and that I think the stories are fantastic and that I think if you can get over the fact that these games are incredibly pervy, that they have some value to them. But it doesn't mean I'm any less ashamed of owning them. <laughs> They're really
4: pervy. Yeah, if I remember correctly, couldn't you not bring your Vita to church while you was playing them? Correct. And weren't people... In your church, seeing the achievements and giving you the side eye? No. Okay. I couldn't remember. But it was
2: like, yeah. we we talk with someone uh, fairly regularly, um, one of the people that was actually at our wedding party, about the things that I game. And he saw that I was posting stuff about criminal girls on Twitter and he like cornered me at church one week and he's like, yeah, that game. I'm like, let's not discuss it.
1: (laughs) I used to play all the uh, Leisure Suit Larry games (laughs) back in in like my adolescence on the family computer. And so those are the kind I always had to, you know, check over my shoulder, make sure nobody was coming, because when if somebody does walk up, you know, they're walking up at the most inappropriate moment.
2: Yeah, I snuck a couple of those when I was a kid, too.
0: <laughs> Didn't you have another game that you leveled them up and their armor started coming off or whatever?
2: What? Oh, Monster Mon Piece. Yeah, you had to rub the cards. <laughs> and so... And yeah, I mean, the thing was, is like, you had to... So you used both the front touchscreen and the back touchscreen? Oh
0: yeah, it does it faster. And
2: sometimes you had to use them both at the same time. And not only that, but you had to use the vita lengthwise. So imagine oh. holding the vita in your hand with it up and down and then having to rub rhythmically both the front and the back of the vita. Yeah, I didn't play that game in public.
0: I don't think that one's getting a Switch port.
3: No.
2: <clears throat> we didn't even is, get the second game in the series.
4: Is that better or worse than the jerking off motion you have to do for Mario Party for Wii?
2: Uh, well, it's a small device you have to sit in your lap and wank back and forth. So you tell me. Yeah.
1: Well, there is that game on the um, the Switch where you have to milk the cow or something like that, right? <laughs> With, don't you play with a with a partner and you and it's a competition for who can milk fastest? You,
2: no, because if you go too fast, you don't get the milk. That's oh,
1: not about fast; it's about accuracy. It's and about
2: then. accuracy. Yes, <laughs> I mean, quality or quantity. To some,
0: and
1: that's
0: about that's an drawing down. Uh, it, yeah, that's about drawing down. It's not about wanking. It's yeah. It's really not the same. Oh, can we just not say that
3: word? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, And you have
2: to, like, clench and unclench your hands. It's not like a a grabby motion.
4: See, any zoo in the United States has a milking station that teaches you the proper technique for milking (laughs) a cow.
1: It sounds like Anna disapproves because it's not realistic enough or (laughs) something.
2: What no, I actually think it's, it's actually really it's too realistic.
1: M- that's what I mean. It's too much like actual milking
2: no, I don't disapprove of that. I think it's very different because it's
1: <laughs> you mad. want it to be different.
2: No no, I think it I think it dodges the ick factor because it is oh. realistic to milking a cow and it completely avoids the wanky wanky <laughs>
1: <laughs> There's our title.
0: Wow, they straight up advertised this game in Japan by just throwing that mini game up <clears throat> at, on a commercial and then having the screen at the end that says, This is the game coming soon. It's like uh, for Monster Montes. Um, like they were shameless about it. Jeez. We yeah. <laughs> give up. We give up. Let's move on. We've already lost all our subscribers now. Uh, did other people answer this question? Golbez says, a game I'm ashamed of buying, you mean like Legend of Dragoon or something? Because I have games like that, but if you mean, um, games that like Omega whatever, no, I won't touch games like that. Uh, sure, there are some games with questionable scenes that maybe it feels shameful when playing those scenes, but not such that I'm ashamed about the game on a whole, or ashamed of buying it. Even the Persona games, which are some of my favorite, have some scenes I could do without, but for the most part, they keep fanservice stuff to a minimum, which I appreciate only games I'm ashamed of buying is because they were terrible and a waste of money some of this even includes Legend of Dragoon which I bought digitally on on my PS3 for probably no more than a few bucks at that price I figured it couldn't hurt to see how bad it was but yeah it was as bad as people said (laughs) don't you like Legend of Dragoon Anna? no Oh, okay. I
4: hate it I liked what I played with it but I didn't get very far
1: yeah I never heard too many people complain about it
0: I did
4: (laughs) (laughs) but i've been at the site for a while (laughs) why did you hate legend of dragoon
0: no i've heard people complain about it no
4: no i was asking anna i played it for 120 hours and didn't
2: finish it
3: Mm
0: -mm. wait so why does that make you hate it that's not an answer that just means you didn't finish it
2: i had to play it for 120 hours and i still didn't finish it
0: why did you have to play it i was reviewing it you gave up on the review yep oh wow Was it the Parappa the
2: Rapper gameplay? It was everything.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You stuck with it for 120 hours, though. (sighs) All right. Shaman on the forum says, I tend to shy away from those games or getting them assigned to me because he reviews games. But Conception (laughs) 2. Anna, you played that one, too. You're not as ashamed of Conception, are you?
2: I literally shouted at you, not now I am conceiving in a public
3: location.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that was awkward. Uh, Victor said, question of the week. I'm ashamed of buying 3DS Chemco RPGs. Yeah, I can understand that. The JRPG equivalent of junk food. And I'm even more ashamed when I don't wait for them to go on sale for half price first. At least their 3DS incarnations don't have microtransactions like the mobile versions do sometimes. Um. Justice Chronicles and Unlucky Mage were guilty pleasures like JRPG Twinkies. Cronus Arc was as bad as the RPGamer Review says it is. Grinzia was a mediocre drudge, but at least it stopped crashing after it got patched. (laughs) I don't... So does that mean Justice Chronicles is okay? And Unlucky Mage? Anyone want to test the waters for Kemco Games? I,
1: I I did review that one.
0: Which one? unlucky mage unlucky mage Any good?
1: Um, no. Okay. <laughs> but but I wouldn't I wouldn't call it. It wasn't terrible. All right. At best mediocre.
0: Yeah, on Nintendo Life they gave each of those two games 6 out of 10. And So yeah, that those seem like that's what I think of as JRPG junk food. Like, "Eh, I need some JRPG stuff and I got nothing." Which is surprising to me because the idea that it would ever be caught up on all the good jrpgs is just that'll never happen um okay we have some voicemails we're gonna play so give me a second here
3: hello all
0: right so first voicemail this was from a while ago (laughs) october (laughs) we've been behind on this so first voicemail from matt Didn't nothing happened? Hold on, I screwed something up. Da, 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 da. Right. There we go.
5: Yes, it's Matt Orbada. My question is, if um, you had to rank the Persona games in the last uh, three games, you know, Persona three, four, and five, if you had to rank them, in, in, in what case would you put those in? I'm actually uh, one of the people who feel like Persona Five wasn't as good as the, uh, the last two. Uh, I still, uh, I still enjoy the game. I still think it was great, but uh, I'd just like to see people, see, see people rank it. I actually put, would put uh, Persona Three
1: first. So we definitely did so. that one. What did we do? We we've ranked them before.
0: We've ranked them.
2: Yeah, yeah. We, that was, I'm pretty that sure we've that we've. Done that call before.
0: All right Well, I still rank it 345 for story, five four three for gameplay, and maybe four three five for music.
1: Yeah, that's what it was. Everybody had a literally different ranking. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. we exhausted all possible options.
3: <laughs> <laughs> we
2: spent like so we half an nothing. hour on this question. All right. Well, and forget we came that up thing. with the uh <laughs> Alright, good. All
0: right. So uh next next question. This is from RJ. Hi,
5: this is RJ Kunten. I have started playing Tokyo Xanadu on the PS4 and I uh, didn't know if anyone else noticed that there's a Cold Steel 2 commercial playing in the electronic store on one of the monitors. <laughs> I just thought I wanted to point that out to you guys because I thought it was hilarious.
0: Is that from the same company or something? Yes. Oh, okay.
2: Yeah, yeah. They're both Falcom games. In fact, Tokyo Xanadu is built on like the Cold Steel 2 engine.
0: That's really cute. Yeah. All right. This one's from Matt.
5: Yeah, this is Matt uh, Badana. My uh, only question is, which do you think is a better series, Breath of Fire or the Saga series? That's all. Bye.
2: Breath of Fire uh, b- or what? Breath, breath of
0: Fire. Breath of uh, Fire saga. or the Saga series.
2: Oh, Breath of Fire.
4: Yeah, that's no competition there. I mean, among
0: this group of people, yeah, we don't have the Saga fans on this podcast. Well, usually.
4: I do like Saga, but I understand that that's a series that is not for everybody at all.
1: So when you say Saga, are you just talking about Saga Frontier 1 and 2?
4: Um, The entire Saga series. Romancing Saga, uh, the three Final Fantasy Legend Legends, games. Yeah. Uh, now,
1: what about um, Unlimited Saga? Is that,
4: yep, is that's that part, part of that. It? Yep. Any that, any oh. big S,
2: little a, big G, little a.
0: Do you like <laughs> um, Unlimited the, Saga, Pascal, or hate
1: no, it? Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay.
2: It's even, bad. Even
0: most even Saga it, players do. All right.
1: Like so, anyway. Breath oh, of Dragon um, 5. put that on my, okay. on my list of, of uh, uh, embarrassing. There you of? go. <laughs> Unlimited <laughs> yes. Saga.
0: Okay. So, Breath of Dragon 5 versus the Saga series.
2: Breath of Dragon 5?
0: Yeah. You mean? Dragon Quarter.
2: Would you like to try that again?
0: Whatever it is, the Dragon Quarter one.
2: Breath of Fire. Breath of Fire. Dragon. Quarter. Dragon Breath Quarter. of.
0: Fu- yeah, Breath of Dragon Five. <laughs> <laughs> Breath of Fire Five Dragon Quarter. That one versus the Saga series.
4: Uh, Saga.
0: Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. That's what I was I, wondering. Like, because that that one's a controversial one. Some people love I, Dragon Quarter.
4: I hate it. <laughs> I, I cannot I stand have... that game.
0: I kind of want to go and play that game just to see, but then I hear about how its mechanics are annoying and repetitive, and maybe I don't.
4: <laughs> I mean, I understand why some people like it, because it's got very trial and error gameplay, mm-hmm. but for me, that just, no. It's awful.
0: The idea of having to start over, because you use up your dragon meter or whatever. Eh.
4: Yeah, yeah, that, but then some of the bosses, you really have to use the dragon meter, because you can't <laughs> oh, damage them. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise,
5: great. All right, and just wh-
4: how drab and dreary that game is. Ah.
0: All right. Here's our la- here's our last call from RJ again.
5: Hello, this is RJ Coonton, and I have to say that I do feel a little ashamed about a series that I keep buying and I keep buying it, but the Atler's series is something I feel ashamed to buy but I still do because it feels like since the PS3 era of the game it has been turning more into what seems like a dirty old man game I don't know how else to explain it any better still like the series I love the alchemy but yeah I feel ashamed when I do buy it
0: oh he's, he's picking on your Atelier series Anna
2: yeah, I haven't bought any of the Mysterious titles, so... But uh, you've uh, played
0: plenty of the PS3 era games.
2: Yeah, no, but he said since the PS3 era, mm-hmm. and I haven't played it since the PS3 era, so... No, I,
0: I think he I, means since it started. Oh.
2: Well, the, not...
1: the pro- one of the problems with that is, um, as time goes on, we're getting older, so... The game might have been just as dirty before, but now it is a dirty old man game because <laughs> we're, old we're men.
2: dirty old people. I see. Like, <laughs> I didn't
1: think
3: of it that way. to it It's easier
1: to justify buying it if you're not an old man, <laughs> but that's getting harder to do.
0: Fair enough.
4: Can, can, can confirm I'm old man.
3: Can confirm, <laughs> yeah. old
4: man. Yes. two
1: of us don't have this problem on the podcast today two of us do <laughs> it's
0: like it's fine i'm a woman i don't i don't need to feel ashamed. oh well, is, is that how that works anna sure <laughs> oh well let's see I think that's it for calls. If you'd like to, f- to to write it, we need two things. We need a question of the week, folks. So think of one while I go through this. If you want to answer our questions, podcast at rpgamer.com. You can call or text us at 608 729 4098. Or you can um, you know, go to forums at com and leave a comment there in the show thread. Uh, of course, you can comment live like people are, are doing in the in the chat room right now at twitch.tv slash rpgamer while we record at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern. Do we have a question of the week, folks?
4: how about inspired by us um what game where a sequel has come out where you feel guilty for not having played the original Mm. or if if you've played the sequel to a game but not the original and why Just a thought, because I, I find it really interesting that both of you were wanting to play Nino Kuni. One,
0: yeah, that's a good one. All right, answer that question. Podcaster at rpgamer.com, dot com 4098 or go to our forums. All right, new releases, folks. It's new release times. All right, we have oh, we have an article on new releases. Hold on, this is new. This is new. Digital Store Weekly Roundup. Ooh, thank you, Alex. All right. Um, so this is stuff that came out some last week. This is all last week. This is all stuff that, yeah. Yeah, but you know, sometimes it overlaps. All right. So mind. We covered most of that. All right. So here's the, here's for this upcoming week. Atelier Lidi and Swell, um, The Alchemist and the Mysterious Paintings. So this
2: is the third Mysterious title.
0: All right. Which is the series nobody seems to like. I'm sure somebody likes, but generally it doesn't seem to be as well received as the other Atelier games.
2: Yeah, which is sad.
0: Yeah, and a sad.
1: Well, them. I'm not a dirty old man, so but you I, haven't tried I really it. Anna. Say. You have them,
3: don't you?
2: Yeah. I, so I played the first one, and I just I am so lost about what I should be doing. I should see if there's a guide out for it yet. I bet you there is by
0: now. <laughs> what
2: is yeah, it called again? Think... the first
0: one is it still leady and Swell or is it different? No. What? Lighting Swell's the third one. Yeah, I don't know what the thir- first one's going to be called.
4: Yeah, the, me and you played, I think it was Atelier Firus. That's the second um, one. It, oh, the, 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 Okay, the one before that then. I think it was Atelier Marie. No, that's a really old one. Okay, I'm, I'm confused. But me and you played that, and I think we were both dealing with the fact that the game was so new that a lot of the stuff hadn't been figured out yet. Sophie. Sophie. Sophie, thank you. I knew it was some generic girls time. game.
0: Thank you, Google.
4: Nope.
2: No facts.
0: Still, nobody cares. Oh, wow.
2: Um, hey, but there are FAQs for Furious. So I'm wondering if it might be worth it to jump.
0: Jump ship? Yeah. To
2: jump directly. You should check the
0: boards on the first one to see if everyone's like, ugh. Just go to the second one.
2: Um, That's a good question. And I should check Furious to see if
0: they see the same thing. (laughs) All right. uh, Other new... Oh, go ahead.
4: No, part of the problem was that because Sophie didn't have a time limit, it felt like there was almost too much to do. That's
2: my problem is is I have no direction. I don't understand what I should be doing. Do it all.
0: Just work through it. But I don't... I don't understand what I should be doing. Just do one thing. Just pick something for focus I do, on it. And then, and then, do the then I do one. it.
2: And then I'm like, I don't, I, I can't, I don't understand if I'm making any progress.
0: Oh
4: yeah. That that's having the time limit kind of forced you to narrow your focus into one particular thing. And because um, Sophie didn't have a time limit, it's like, you felt like you felt very overwhelmed very quickly.
0: I mean, do you have something to turn in or no? No. Hmm. So then, just make your character stronger and forget the rest.
2: But I don't know how to make my character stronger.
0: Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> Other new releases coming out this week. I can tell you about that. The Alliance Alive comes out, and Yay! that's on Tuesday. Um, I assume Atelier Ledian's Well is Tuesday as well, and Long Gone Days is like out uh, on the twenty eighth. Um, That is from, that is a PC, Mac, Linux role-playing game that uh, I don't know much about, but it is a role-playing game, so I thought I'd let you know, and you'd want to go look up more on that one. But that's all I got for RPGs out this week, and uh, as far as long-gone days, I'm being told from the the Googles, a 2D, modern-day character-driven RPG that combines elements from visual novels, shooters, and dystopian fiction. There you go. Sounds like an indie game. All right. (laughs) <laughs> That's what we got for this week. I want to know what you're all going to be playing. Pascal, you first.
1: Oh, um, I wasn't even ready. Um, Alliance Alive. Um, yeah, oh my gosh, come back to me. Okay. <laughs> uh, Kelly, I'm prepared.
4: Uh, Nino Cooney, too, and Alliance Alive. Okay. Anna Marie, Detective Pikachu.
0: Pika! Well, give me that. Give me that. That amiibo.
4: It's in the living room. Oh, we were
0: supposed to show it on the stream. Sorry, um, it's huge, guys. That amiibo for it's Detective so Pikachu big. is giant. It's like cat-sized. Oh, not quite, but it's big. It just feels massive. <sighs> they really should have gotten Danny DeVito. All right. Anyway, um, the uh, I'm gonna play Nino Kuni one, and then hopefully Nino Kuni two. So we'll see how that goes, and maybe some more pickle Ooh. hunting.
4: I will be curious to see how fast you can get through Nino Cooney.
0: Yeah, I need to finish that. I gotta push hard. Um, I was um, getting notes from a speed run, and the speed run can be done in six and a half hours, and they're not glitching to get through it. So if you know how okay. to manipulate the boss battles, you don't need to spend any of the time doing the errands and and leveling familiars. I don't know that I huh? would want to do it like that quite. <laughs> and I've already put in more hours, way more than six hours. So. Um, I gotta figure out my happy medium. Uh...
1: I might play some Nino Kuni if I can be bothered to uh, swap out the PlayStation. Um, oh, also, I forgot to mention. I I will be. I'm still. I just picked up um, Legend of Heroes: the Trails in the Sky. I think oh, okay. I get confused yep. between Cold Steel, but I think it's Sky. So I'm going to be playing some of that.
0: There you go. Trails in the Sky. Join that train become one of one of I'd say one of us but I haven't played on either so
4: so good <laughs> uh,
0: and I think that's it right or Pascal did you pick yeah you did you just said all right so I think we're good we're good we're good that's the show thanks everybody for watching we'll be back next uh, next week 9 a.m. Pacific noon eastern right yep. um, MGC is coming up soon so I keep wondering when that is but it is not next week like three weekend. weeks okay cool so In,
2: actually it's a month
0: Oh, a whole month. All right, cool. Well, we'll see you. Th- we'll see you next week.
3: Bye, okay, everybody. Bye, Bye-bye.
1: Okay, bye. Bye, bye.